If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. Father's Day and welcome to the Potoskew Podcast. I am CJ and with me as always is my hetero life mate Rico. What's up, man? What's up, fucker? F- fucker, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off interesting, man. I'm just just uh, trying to throw you off. You didn't have everything in your mouth, so I was trying to uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. That sounds worse than I think it should, but that's all right. Hence the fucker. Yeah, it is Father's Day and so happy Father's Day to all of our... Uh, Fathers that may be out there. I know OC is a dad. I'm sure he listens. Um, or as I call it, happy motherfucker day. Motherfucker day. There you go. I like that, actually. I might have to use that. Um, speaking of OC, did you see what he's doing with his art? Oh, dude, I, I'm, I don't know about you, like, but I'm, I'm more jealous. The fact that like, I just don't have the time to go and hu- look. Background. OC, fucking wonderful octopus uh, caveman, has been, who came on our show, what, once? Twice. 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 Um, well, yeah, two, yeah, well, it, yeah, twice. Um, yeah. Is a, he, I, I jokingly called him my nemesis. Yeah, I oh, totally. Worked, I worked at, but uh, yeah, I, I regard him as a, as a, as a friend and um, really talented fucking artist and has been. In multiple mediums, not just. In multiple mediums, yeah. Yeah. And. Multi talent. I mean, he's got for every tentacle that he has is a <laughs> true fucking artistic talent. Yeah. Um, and he has been. He I he did a post um on Twitter where he said he's never going to sell another painting. He'll never sell a painting that you know he does this for genuine uh, love uh, and to to make people happy. So the fact that he's been doing this. And doesn't want to send, I think, you know, uh, is, is phenomenal. And he's been doing a scavenger hunt where he puts out tweets and clues of where his paintings are going to be. He drops them off and whoever finds them gets them. And I think that's beautiful. And I'm, like I said, I'm jealous. Even though I'm closer than you are, I just don't have the time or funds or resources to go out and look for a fucking painting of, of a, of a sad clown or some shit. I, I, and I really, the fucking thing is I want to like write to him and be like, Hey man, I really want a painting, but now I just, well, I kind of did that for us on the show Twitter. Like I basically said something to the fact, the effect of like, this is awesome. It's a shame. We can't get one (laughs) because he knows where we're located respectively. So he knows that we're not able to get to LA, but it wasn't meant as like a shot at him. It was more of like, you know, we want one too. 
The only thing that sucks is that I like at one point he was going to sell me one like months ago, you know, right. like a while back when he was still selling them. And the one he I wanted to buy got picked up like yesterday. And I was like, ah! Yeah, but I mean, like, look, it's a cool concept. Um, and of course, Twitter being Twitter, somebody had to get shitty with him about it. But yeah, um, I saw that. Did you see that? Um, yeah. I mean, I I've read the thing a couple of times and it's I get what the guy was saying, but just shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, I think it's it's really it's it's whatever the artist feels. If the artist wants to sell, let them sell their product. If the artist wants to make a game and a scavenger hunt or a treasure hunt of their art. That in its own way is the artist's choice. I don't think, I don't think this person can really get better out of shape. I think. Well, they I think can, if an artist decides to, what? They can, but I mean, what good does it do? I mean, all all it's doing is just making them look, you know, they're they're alone in that argument. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, I haven't I haven't seen any other anybody else jump to that person's defense. It's kind of like you know they're they're alone. It's kind of like you and Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Which is still a thing. It's yes. Like, it doesn't. I keep end. dragging that out, man. <laughs> I keep bringing that up. Like, like you know, look. I genuinely never want to hurt your feelings. You oh, know yeah. that. I do know that. <laughs> but it, for for our listeners, like, I do like CJ. Like, I may come off like a complete prick sometimes to him, and vice versa. But we are genuinely what? friends. When do I ever come across as a prick to you? If you you don't re-listen to our recordings, do you? Multiple times. At, when you're editing it, but then you never like go back. You're like, yes, oh, I do. Yeah. oh, yeah. Well, well, maybe not as much as that, but I, I, you, if I, you, I, I'm telling you, we are both pricks. Okay, fine. If we're both pricks, at least there is equal opportunity prickness going on. We're, we're little pricks. We're like a fucking flu shot. That's what we are. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm glad you were, yeah. had a point, though. I, my point was is that I'm always like bringing up the Halloween thing because I know he is alone in this, and I've been sort of tweeting at other horror uh, fans as well as horror podcasts, and not every time, but there are many times where I'm just like, you know what I love is Halloween. You know what my friend doesn't like Halloween. Halloween. Let's yeah. talk shit about him for two seconds. I saw I saw the back and forth with you and Cat Ears about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat Ears but, and I've been uh, we've been DMing each other, and I, I, that didn't mean to make that sound as dirty as it was, but <laughs> um, we've been we've been getting pretty friendly. And there's a possibility that I um, I may come on one of her podcasts in the future hey. and talk horror movies. Oh, talk well, horror movies. Okay, well that'd be. We're fun. gonna talk. We're gonna talk about our love for Halloween. You fuck. All right. Well, that's fair. I don't want anything to do with that one. But <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Um, someone got shitty with her on Twitter today, today or yesterday too. But we took care of that. So, well, I don't remember that one. Uh, I didn't um, see that one. That's not what like the OC things about his painting, and not to discredit his passion. This is a little more personal though. So we'll okay. We'll talk about that off the air. But either way, it was bullshit and fuck that guy. Um. And that's yeah, fuck that say. guy for what I don't know what you did, but fuck that guy. Trust me, when you hear, you'll you'll agree. But either way, she's been fun to talk to. The, the thing that's different about and I, and I use the word different loosely with you just randomly tweeting horror podcasts and throwing me under the bus is at least <laughs> it, <laughs> at least oh, Cat Ears. Oh, so funny. 
it came up with cat ears because she listened to the Halloween episode and was commenting on the show. So as right. long as it's got people listening to the show, then I will take the heat for that. You know, I'm just I look, I'm trying to rationalize your rationale. It's and just you know what? You said something in a back and forth. I think with cat ears, but I could be I could be wrong. I could have been somebody else, and it did get me to look at the movie a little bit differently than previously. Oh, I think I know what you're that I called it the the clerks for horror films. Yeah, or actually, yeah, that's exactly what it was, and it was like, oh, okay, well, if we're going from that perspective, it's I get it, you know, but. I still don't. I don't. I still don't see the classic that a lot of people or everybody <laughs> seems to see. But I, you know, and honestly, that, let's yeah. let's let's be fair that I mainly shit on it just to irritate you. Like I, I don't, don't know if that's true. I think that you're using that as a defense. I think you genuinely just hate it. No, I don't and hate now you're, it. You- I. I do find it kind of stupid, but I don't hate it. There's a difference between. But you, but but I would also argue that you would find most horror movies probably kind of stupid. Um, I remember there was one, and I don't know that it qualifies as a horror, but it fucked with me pretty good for like a day that I watched years ago. Um, and that was Gothica with Halle Berry. Oh, and RDJ. Is RDJ in that? I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that, Iron Man and Catwoman. That one fucked with me pretty good. Like that one had me kind of spooked for like a couple hours. Dude, I remember reading Robert Downey Jr. accidentally broke Halle Berry's arm filming a scene. Huh. Where like she's going crazy schizo and shit, and he's trying to restrain her because I think he was a doctor for her. He was like her shrink or something. I don't. I really don't and remember. She struggles so hard, and he's in the moment of acting accidentally broke her fucking arm oh wow yeah um this is is after he got off drugs too right i i honestly don't remember rdj but i remember kai mcbride how funny is that is it kai or i thought it's chai mcbride i think it's kai i think it's okay either way either way you know who i'm talking about like yeah 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 yeah. yeah. um because he's in that movie too and i remember him um, it's been years since I saw Gothica. I didn't particularly think it was scary, but no, I remember wanting to watch su- it from beginning to end. It's more of a suspense type of thing, like a fuck with your head kind of movie. As well, opposed suspense to- is scary. You know? No, no, I'm That's- not. I'm not saying it's not, but there's 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 a difference between like uh, I was gonna say Saul, but I feel like Saul's a little bit of fu- fuck with your head too. But I'm talking. There's a difference between like the the slasher versus. You know, something like Gothica, where it's all like mental fucking with your brain. Sure, kind of thing. I, I can. Well, I mean, so by that rationale, it's closer to like something like Exorcist, I guess. <sighs> now, see, I still feel like there's like because there's a monster in a, in in Exorcist. I think with Gothica, it's it's all in her her head, if I recall. Like, yeah, it's not actually, yeah. The Exorcist, there's actually a demon involved, is what I'm saying. Like, there's still true a, that you know what I mean. Like, the demon possesses the little girl, but yeah, true. Which Spoiler. I've actually never seen it, but you know, I know the concept. Well, I, it, uh, Exorcist is good, man. The Exorcist is a fucked up movie. Like, the funny thing know, about the Exorcist, the Exorcist, is they drove people to suicide, and not that suicide's funny, but like the irony is like people were so freaked out by it, they were like jumping out windows and shit. 
dude, the exorcist has such a, like, from what I remember reading, like there is this whole urban legend that like a ton of bad luck happened on the set of the exorcist as well as afterwards. Like people did people that worked on the film died of mysterious deaths and shit. Well, same thing with, um, I believe, Enter the Dragon and The Crow, if I'm correct, which aren't horror films, but still. No, but there is that whole, wow, life imitating art and art imitating life. Like, to give you another one with what you're saying, did you ever see that Bruce Lee biopic, Dragon? No. I heard it was good, though. I have not seen it. It was okay. It, it, for, for a 1993 biopic, it, you, sure. know, you know, it's, it's good. Um um, I think the actor is Jason Scottley. I'd have to look it up. Like, he he did a live action Jungle Book movie like way early nineties, and and it was it was good. It was just he was clearly not like Indian. He was, he's very audibly Chinese or visually Chinese and audibly Chinese. Um, but he played uh, Bruce Lee. But there's this crazy thing. While throughout this biopic, he has like nightmares of a giant sort of old-school Chinese demon trying to kill his son, Brandon. Now, this movie came out before Brandon Lee died. So it's really it weird. Uh, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story or something. What I'm saying, like, like, there was this whole sequence where, like, his son is, like, tr- is going to be killed in, like, these nightmares, and Bruce Lee has to, like, vanquish the demon. It, it's, it's not real. But then, like after, like six months after the movie came out, The Crow came out, and and Br- Brandon Lee died, right? Filming The Crow, right? So it's re- that's a weird, like, oh shit, that's some. If that's coincidence, that's some fucking coincidence. Right yeah, there. right. Um, and you're right. It is Jason Scott Lee. That's who yep. played Bruce Lee. Um, no relation of Bruce Lee, though. Okay, that's good to know. I don't think I would have. Put that together, and that's not me. I know that sounds worse than I mean it, but I, you know, no, no, no. He had to tell people like I'm not related to Bruce Lee. I just am Asian, <laughs> and happen to have the last name Lee. Um, right. I want to circle back to OC for just a split second because I also wanted we got off on a thing, and and that's fine. But the last thing I wanted to mention about just to close that story down is that Michael May, the DP on the Orville is now making a documentary about OC and this art adventure, basically, uh-huh. that he's doing. So it'll be really cool to see how that pans out. Yeah, I'm, I'm ex- dude, I, the most, one of the more interesting things about this podcast is the people that we have gotten to know well, and, and that we've, yeah, we've been and, sort of, you know, become friendly with. I, every, I see other people that I'm not friends with on Twitter, tagging OC. Like, OC is is well-liked. Oh, very well-liked. Yeah, very, very well-liked. And I'm, I feel... And I and I wrote him a private message. I said, hey, man, I'm just happy that you're... Because he had a really depressive, you know, couple weeks recently. Yeah. And the whole reason why he pushed these paintings out is because he was just super depressed and was like... The, the bad thoughts were climbing into his head and he just said, fuck it. I'm just going to get rid of all my paintings. Fuck it. And then people were like, dude, this is awesome. And he said, and now he has a new appreciation of his work and his life. And, and I wrote to him and I said, Hey man, I'm just so happy that you're going through this, that this is that like, you're now getting the recognition you deserve. I think it's awesome. 
And I said, you deserve every like moment of, of happiness for this. And he said, thank you. I really appreciate that. So, uh, no, I, I, I had also sent him a message just saying, hey, congrats on the, the doc, the documentary. And mm-hmm. when it's done, we'd love to have you and Michael on to, to help promote it. Like anything we can do to help push that. Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi, all new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50. Washington CW. I haven't really woken up until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. You know, right. And actually, now that we've been talking about it, if you're in this Southern California area and the primarily Los Angeles and you want a cool painting, follow at Octopus Caveman on Twitter and watch because he drops clues on where these things are. And right. Go grab one. And if you don't want, I want it, one. And yeah, I was going to say, if you don't want it, grab it anyway, and we'll work out the shipping so that Rico and I can get one, because we fucking yeah. want them. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I want to ask if OC did like a Rat Pack-like painting, like even if it's fucked up, I want I want that. I think he mainly does abstracts. Like even the well, ones yeah. that have people, I don't think they're like of people. I think they're just creations out of his brain, you know, so... Well- I mean, if he did a sketch of like the Rat Pack and they were all rats, I'd fucking buy that. Oh, totally. Or- Fuck, I'd buy that. That just, it just sounds awesome. And that's not yeah. dogging on the Rat Pack. That's just a cool concept that I'd want a picture of. So, Maybe I should do it. Yeah, Maybe right. I should there take a go. stab at fucking painting. Um, in Speaking our- of taking a stab at things. Oh, uh, what? Fucking uh, <laughs> the juice is on Twitter. Oh. Yeah, OJ Simpson's now taking a stab at Twitter, and and you know who's stabbing back? Maddie Granger. Maddie Granger is not happy about the juice being on Twitter. Dude, I'm not happy either, man. Fuck, fuck OJ Simpson. Look, I'm not. Here's here's the thing that I don't get. With all due respect to you and Maddie, because I love both you guys, and you know I do. But like, I'm honestly indifferent about it. Like, I just don't give a shit. Like. There's no, I mean, he's I, not, he's not harming anybody by having a Twitter account, you know, no, do, do I, I think I, look, he I'll, deserves a lot of pleasantries in his life? Not really, but I mean, like what harm, I mean, what harm is he doing by having a Twitter account? No, no less he, harm than our president or no more harm uh, than our president. No, no, no. Bullshit. Our president does a lot of harm. By That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. No, he's oh, not harming. Okay. He's not doing any more harm than Trump having one. So. Well, all right. My opinion was I was like you. I was kind of like, all right, whatever. Who gives a fuck? But then, like, seeing Maddie kind of just shred OJ, you know, uh, turn him in a pulp, more, more uh, so to speak, <laughs> uh, made me kind of realize I'm like, 
you know what? Fuck OJ. Like you had your chance. You fucking killed two people. Like you don't get you don't get to get away with this. No, Fuck, he, and I, yeah, he should have really I, just kind of faded to the background. And he really should have. He really should have. And then they finally get him on theft, and he yeah. fucking gets parole. Like he he got. I want to say it was like a ten or fifteen year jail sentence, and he only served like five of it. I think. Yeah. So. Because um, I, mean, I he went his, to jail just for the wrong fucking crime. Well, right, and I there's people that actually think that he probably didn't do that crime, but they had enough just to put him away so that he kind of finally got what he deserved for the other one. I don't know if that's accurate. Because they can't serve that. double jeopardy because he was right. already acquitted. So, yeah. The only way you can, there is a way around that and it's not shady. Like if new evidence comes to light, then they can retry him. Like if they found the knife, they find a knife. Someone comes out and has like video footage of it happening. It was like hiding all this time because they were afraid or some shit. Like, I don't right. think that's the case. But if that person came forward and said, here's the video of OJ doing it, then they can retry his ass. But, you know, right. outside of that, yeah, the, the likelihood is it'll never happen. But um, um, is that all you want to say about OJ? Because I have other news to talk about. I mean, that, that's all I ever want to say about OJ. It's just fuck you, OJ Simpson. Okay. Um there you go. Um God, I remember <laughs> I I know cuz I'm you just took me back to my high school years cuz I was a sophomore in high school when OJ was on oh, trial was... for that for uh -huh. the for the murders and my religion teacher got herself in trouble because in the cafeteria at my high school we had a PA system that was exclusive to the to the cafeteria so like it didn't broadcast throughout the whole school but you could get on a microphone and like talk and get people's attentions or whatever sure and um i um sorry i'm henry's messaging me as i'm talking so it's throwing me off because there's some news about henry one we'll talk about but anyway okay. um he or she they were announcing that they were going to announce the verdict, and she put a radio in front of the microphone, so it broadcasts over the PA in the cafeteria the verdict as oh, wow. it happened. And apparently she got in trouble for that. But it was really kind of interesting to see how divided the room got when the uh -huh. verdict came out. Now... Nothing hostile happened. There was no fighting, nothing like that. But the the groups of people that cheered and the groups of the people that were just sitting there stunned were very, very evident and uh -huh. obvious to people that if you're listening, you know what I'm – read between the lines. <laughs> yeah, I mean I was two obviously. So I always kind of grew up thinking OJ was a killer. Like, there's a whole, like, I, I flipped the fuck that, out. Yeah. What? There's a generation. Like, I, didn't, I had no that. idea that he was an actor. So I was watching The Naked Gun. I'm like, what the fuck is OJ doing in this? More importantly, he was a football player. That's what he. Fo yeah, he was a football player. He was an actor. But, like, I never knew all that shit. All I heard was OJ Simpson was a serial killer. was a celebrity killer is basically what I heard. He was a celebrity who also had to kill people. But, um. My brother, Joel, uh, told me a story about how he met OJ. 
And he lived to tell it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, obviously, um, he was out in like the Midwest doing a business, like he was having a business deal dinner or lunch or something, or he was on a business trip. I don't remember the context of it, but he was with business partners. And this is about 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago. Okay. So OJ was just in the middle of his, or it was at the tail end of his book tour. Remember he wrote, if I did it. That's when he stole the stuff that he got arrested for. He was on that tour when he did it. I think it was it. Right. Yeah. So I think, I, I think Joel just saw him right before he got like, right Popped. before he pulled yeah. that ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're at a hotel which had a restaurant. And my brother Joel walks to the bathroom and the elevator opens up uh, nearby. And this guy walks out. And my Joel, uh, my Joel, my brother Joel <laughs> looks at him and goes, Yeah, he is my Joel. Um, he looks at him and goes, Huh, I think I know that guy. And he's taking a piss. He's trying to figure out, How do I know that guy? He's like, Oh shit, that's fucking juice. Goes and he walks back into the dining room with a, with there's a bar and everything sees OJ just sitting by himself alone, drinking like a whiskey sour or a Manhattan or some shit, goes up to his group of business partners. He's like, all right, guys, don't freak out. Don't look. Don't do anything. But I'm 99% positive that OJ Simpson is sitting over there by himself, just chilling. Like he didn't have an entourage or anything. And one of the business partners just says, huh? Looks over the juice, like just does the oh, thing Jesus. you're not supposed to do. Yeah, and then OJ like realizes the attention's on him. He's like, "Hey, what's up, guys? And come on over!" And then everyone just mobbed OJ without the torches and and, and shit. Right, and right. The, the yeah, good not, kind of mob. <laughs> yeah, not Frankenstein mob. Um, <laughs> although time's coming, he's getting that on Twitter. So is it, uh, is it, see, I haven't really been following it. I've seen that, uh, dude. Every, and I not, saw it's you. not just me and Maddie. Everyone else yeah. say, "Fuck you, OJ." Yeah, it, it it wasn't in the list of his not smartest moves. It's actually towards the bottom, considering the other shit he's done. <laughs> right. Well, there was uh, what's her fucking name? Um, Chelsea Handler. She oh, tweeted. She, I mean, bear with me. She said, "Hey." It could be worse. O.J. Simpson could have been hired by Trump to be part of his staff. So it's all things. Oh no, it's coming! It's coming! I'm sure. Yeah, it's he's going to be. He's going to be the interior of medical malpractice or something or some the, shit. Well, the the press secretary uh, uh, resigned on Friday, so who knows? So can you imagine if O.J. Simpson goes up there and we're all like, "We know you're a fucking liar." Well, hey, Linda McMahon was part of his cabinet. Dude, I, t I, I, I made this comment about Sarah Sanders. Uh, I said, uh, so she, I said, I'll believe, I'll, wait, what, I, what the fuck did I say? I said, uh, um, I'll believe it when she lies. <laughs> okay. Like if she said, she said she's leaving. I said, I'll believe it if she lies about it. No, I, I, that's the one thing that I think is the truth that always comes out of that. It is when they say they're leaving, they're gone. Um, well, hold on. The, the punchline, because Joel told me this when we were at the land, that one trip, you know, a yeah. month or two back. Yeah. And the whole thing was, I was trying to like tell my brother, I'm like, you know, I think I base a lot of my comedy on yours and I've always been trying to make you genuinely laugh. Like, because my brother is very funny. And so we're talking about this and for the, the entire trip, he, I had really made him laugh. I made him smirk or smile or kind of chuckle, but not like laugh. Right. So when he tells me this whole OJ thing, and he's like, dude, my first thought was, motherfucker, 
that's the dude from Naked Gun. And I said, it's funny how you thought of it because, you know, if I was staying there in your place and I saw O.J. Simpson come out of an elevator, my first thought was, I'm going to die. <laughs> and Joel, Joel started laughing. He said, all right, there's your one genuine laugh for this trip. And I'm like, there you go. It's fucked up. Uh, By the way, did yeah, you, all right, so w- what did did you end up getting to hang out with Alex last week? Because you said you were going to try to hang out with Alex. Oh, I, the, he he tried. We, we were going to try to do something. And then he said, oh, I didn't mean tonight. And I'm like, oh. okay. <laughs> but here, the possibility is that I have to text him and ask him. But we may go. Um, actually, I don't mind saying this on the air. But like, I may have to be unavailable, possibly, on the 29th. Uh, but there's a possibility I may be able to come back in time. My dad is um, prepping and putting his dog down. Wait, the 29th and, is a Saturday. Right. So I will be going up to the land the 29th, maybe. I haven't, I haven't told dad or Alex yes or no. Okay. But then we'll be coming back the following day. Oh, well, we can always start late. That's not a big deal. Um, okay. Well, as long as we're not like scheduled, someone who's got a time, like no, you know, our our next big interview is next week, not the right. Week. So, That's, yeah. So I'm saying maybe the 29th. I might be a little late. Okay. No big deal. Cool. I'm cutting. So we that have out. to. <laughs> That's probably when I'll see Alex. My dad will probably. Uh, my Alex requested I. Uh, I come it. up. Well, that's nice. At least, at, at least they're making efforts to hang out with you, and I think that's a good thing. Um, well, Joel's Joel's out of town. I'm I'm cat sitting for him. Are you okay? Yeah, they'll be um, they'll be back in a couple of days. I thought it was Michael. You were you told you told me the other day you were cat sitting for Michael. I think you just got no. your people. You said Michael. You did. did you I? may not have. Yeah, you may not have meant it, but you said Michael when we were did talking. Did I text the other or day. say it? Say it when we were talking. Oh shit! Yeah. I, okay. Um. Then when we talked on Friday. For a little bit, yeah. You, were, yeah. Right, you have to take all. You have to take all this crap out. <laughs> nah, some of it I'll leave in. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so anyway, um, I have good news about one of our friends and bad news about another one of our friends. What do all you right, want give first? Me, give me the bad news so I can get a bed out of shape, and then give me the good news to make me happy. Okay, so story about Jay. Um, <sighs> I'm not going to get into all the details because I don't think she'd want that out there. But Jay has a, a multitude of medical issues that aren't worth getting into, and I'm not going to get into them. But right. she has a lot she's dealing with. And mm-hmm. the only reason why I even bring that up, because I feel like she wouldn't want a lot of that out there, is to tell this story about this shithead that she dealt with on, I think it was like Monday of last week. So she's at the, she's, and I'll try to do this in the right parlance. She was in queue at the grocery store. Um, for, for, for our American listeners, she was in line. <laughs> yeah, she's in line at the grocery store. I, I, um, I was just trying to have some fun. But yes, uh-huh. and she's unloading her groceries onto the, the conveyor belt thing that, you know, you, everyone's gone grocery shopping. You know how that fucking works. So she's unloading her <laughs> stuff. The guy behind her is not liking the speed at which she's moving and starts ramming her body with his shopping cart to get her to go faster. Are you serious? I'm dead fucking serious. And nobody did a goddamn thing about it. So she finally gets through dealing with this, and it went on for a while from what she told me. 
and then she pays for her groceries and whatever. Now, because of her medical issues, she's been in immense pain for like a week now to the point that she lost days at work. And it's strictly because of this asshole and he being impatient with the way she was moving. And she wasn't, from what I understand, moving any slower than, say, like you or Stephanie, you know what I mean? Like, right. I might be moving a little slower because of my disability, but I don't think that it was causing her to move any slower. I think he was just an impatient asshole that probably has a problem with women, you know? So, I, it, it, yeah. So, fuck that guy. Fuck him. Go hang out with OJ. That's what I want that guy to do. Go hang out with OJ. <sighs> I, I you know, you. I, I'm just going to say this. The world would be a whole lot fucking better if you would just take two seconds to not be a selfish fucking prick. Exactly. You know, you're Chasing all them. there yeah. for one fucking reason, to buy your groceries and get the fuck out. No one wants to be held up. I get that. Everyone has their own, you know, I got to go somewhere. I got to be quicker. You know what? You got to the shopping center at the time you did. You could have gotten there earlier. You could have been a little bit, you know, thought ahead. You could have set your alarm. You could have done some of the shit. It is not the fault of the person in front of you who is just going slow. You know, what? if she was in a wheelchair, what the fuck was he going to do? Scoot, like, roll her out of there? Like, I, this guy. It sounds you know, like, like it. This guy's a fucking fuck, dude. And I thought yeah. the Aussies are pretty cool. He must have fucking immigrated Australia or because, you know, this guy was definitely an American who was like <laughs> sightseeing in Australia. Right. Is that, yeah. is, that is the most American thing ever. I guarantee like I I've seen that shit happen. And, but I have said something like I've seen fucking people like, like, come on, hurry up. And like, it's an old lady in front of them. Like, and they're just like, they're just going as fast as they can. They're trying yeah. to fucking be quick and get the goddamn Metamucil and prune juice and shit and fucking, you know, it's always it's always a male. A woman will complain about like, why did you do this wrong? But a man will be the most impatient fucking asshole. Well, right. all right, look, all of you, all of you are fucking awful. All I'm saying is, fuck whoever fucking did this to Jay. Because Jay's yeah, an awesome person. She's an awesome, awesome person. I, we both have spoken to her uh, privately, and she's yeah. she's great people. So. I still missed up the fact that she sent us a goddamn fan letter. Well, yeah. But it, it went it went above like being a fan letter. It was a genuine, heartfelt fucking message. And you know what? Fuck this guy. I, I, yeah. I for our listeners, if you have if you would be so inclined, is tweet at Jay and give her some fucking love. And it's J A Y six K nine. That's how you find her. On Twitter, she, so. she deserves all the love. She's going through a rough time. And you know what? Just, you know, there's this Pat Oswalt quote that I always love. It's all chaos. Be kind. And Ooh, just I like do that. that. I like that. His, his wife who passed yes. away. Yes. He would get in these like arguments with her and debates of religion and politics. And she's like, honey, no, it's all chaos. Be kind. And that's oh. that's really the simplest mantra I could ever fucking say. It's all chaos. Be kind. There so. you go. 
I'd almost feel like we should just end the episode on that. But it's way too early. I, I think I, um, I think I did end the one of the previous episodes before that on that. I I think we uh, we had a conversation about the LGBTQ like the letters themselves, and we used Pat Oswald in that episode. And I think that might be where you said it. Um, no, no, no. I, I I said recently about I think Alan or something. I said it's all chaos. Be kind. Oh, I think you did. Now that you mention that, yeah. Um. So from that, but I will tell you, she's okay. No, no, um, from what she tells me, no long-term damage or repercussions from the incident. So, yes. you know, uncomfortable, sore, that kind of stuff, but, you know, no long-term problems. So well, this guy is just, what that guy did was just a didgeridoo. Okay. Like, <laughs> fuck this guy. Fuck that guy. Absolutely. So from, from the, and well wishes, Jay, we love you. Um, from that news to good news about another one of our friends, Henry, um, got an update on chasing Leia because if you recall when he was on the episode, there was um, some chaos with an actor and the producer had left yeah, the it was project. All, it was all chaos. No one was kind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, nicely done. Nicely done. Um, so you. he told me this week that he actually... The producer, he doesn't have a new producer yet, but there's one that he's negotiating with now, and it looks like it's gonna gonna go forward. But he did replace the actor that that left the project, and he got a guy named Harry Mitchell. Now, why Harry Mitchell is important is he is the gentleman who play who is going to well played, but we haven't seen it yet. Moser Scott Moser in Shooting Clerks. So mm-hmm. he got an actor from Shooting Clerks to come on and join his project. So I think that's very that's, exciting. That's terrific. Yeah, very, very excited. And he has told me that regardless of what happens with this producer, filming will re- will resume on July 14th. So Terrific, man. Yeah. Very happy for Henry. I know this is a real passion project for him. You know, and and I I want him to get it off, even if if he never gets his, another thing made. If he gets this movie made, then there you go. Like, hey, I want him to do more, but if he doesn't get the opportunity, let him get his pro- passion project off the ground. Yeah, I mean, I I still want to see Podfellas. You know, that that'd be that's, <laughs> don't we all? No. Only, no. only you and I want to see that <laughs> shit. No, I, I, I can think of a few people. I think Henry might want to see it. I could see Jay maybe wanting to see it. Steph. Yeah. Yeah, a couple people. No, but. Steph's like, I fucking live with it. I don't need to see this shit. No, yeah. Steph, would that, would that would be the one who Steph fucking loves unconditionally. Right? That'd be the... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, speaking of stuff, man, I'm I'm I miss my girlfriend. Yeah, she's out of town. How you doing, man? I mean, it sucks, dude. Like, I miss my girlfriend. Yeah. Like, she's not dead, but right. like, right? She's Thankfully, just gone. Yeah. And it's, I mean, apart from my trip to the land uh, with Joel a month ago or whatever the fuck it was, I haven't been away or uh, my girlfriend's been around me the whole fucking time ever since we moved in together yeah so it's i'm, I'm going through fucking withdrawal and i'm masturbating like crazy <laughs> i didn't need to know that i don't think the audience did either oh the audience knows to expect that i will just say anything but like yeah. i mean i'm not i'm not mass i mean it, it's a little bit of truth in there i'm definitely 
Like, look, also, the other thing is that this fucking dog, Sugar, does not want to listen to me. No, well, yeah. Maybe it's because I'm masturbating all the time. She's like, well, fuck that. You're not taking me out for a walk. Well, wash your hands first. Yeah, right. At least do that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even know where to go from there. Um, no, there's no, there's nowhere to go based on that, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy Henry is moving forward. Um, going from masturbating and, and the dog. Just good, <laughs> good luck, Henry. We, we, we. Speaking of unexpected, by the way, the, the picture of you with Ron for Father's Day. What oh. the fuck? How old are you in that picture? Um, That's probably about 10 years ago. Okay. So 17-year-old Rico. No, no, no. I wasn't 17. There's no way I could have been 17. Well, that's uh, I was probably no, no. I, I it was probably I was probably twenty one or twenty two, uh, maybe twenty three. Yeah. Okay. So five, five, six, five years ago, four or five. Wow. Five, no, there's no way because one of my nephews is five. So right. th- that was at Joel and his wife's wedding in Hawaii. So six, seven years ago, probably. Yeah. Be my something guess. like that. Yeah. So so twenty. What, what, what's wrong with how I fucking look? No. It, it's just very drastic from the Rico I know. I mean, I just <laughs> okay. Like, there, well, I don't there's know more. Why, but... There's more up top and less down the bottom. It's just you know. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you mean the bottom meaning the beard? No. Or are you trying to the make waist. A, you're, you're, you're making a fat joke? No, I'm just stating a fact. Shut the fuck up, Forrest Gimp. <laughs> So, um, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't expect that shit, did no, you? No, I didn't. Um, See, I, ha- I had a fucking joke, and I was like, oh, it's so good. I ne- I don't want to be resort. <laughs> I never want to be resort to having to use that joke because I genuinely don't want to make you feel bad about your disability. Yeah, no. But, you know, you talk about my weight. It, that That's going to come out. No worries. That was fair. I'm good. <laughs> What you don't see in that photo is my other brother. My other brother was standing next to my dad. So okay. it was two sons on the outside, Ron in the middle. Like a weird DiGiorgio sandwich. Um, but uh, I, I didn't feel like Alex would approve if I put it on Twitter. So I, I, I caught my brother out. There's nothing against my brother. I just know he's not the type. He doesn't, he's not really a Twitter, Facebook kind of guy. He doesn't put, I mean, I took a photo of, of uh, his his daughter, and he said, "Oh, you take a photo, no problem for your personal question. Do not put anything out online." I'm like, "Nope, no problem. Don't don't even worry." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but if you, what you don't see is that Alex and I are both wearing white shirts, holding glasses of white wine, and Dad is in the middle with a red shirt, holding a glass of red wine. Yeah, you can you can actually kind of see your brother like without you see his knowing- hand. You see his hand on Dad's shoulder. You see his hand. Actually, I thought that was your hand, honestly. But now that you say that, but I can you can can see his leg and like part of his shoulder. But that's the extent of what you can see. I mean, it's really not that difficult to find the actual photo. It's on my Facebook. Like it's already on the internet. But I figure putting it out there again would be like. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, I mean, Alex would never know. He doesn't go on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? Um, well, do you how how young does Dad look though? Like you see that how young he looks? Well, I've only seen Dad like twice in the year and change that I've known you, so it's well. He, a he's hard. got white. He's got a white beard now, and his hair is a little bit more white and gray than just black. 
See, actually, the last time I saw him, he didn't have the beard. So he must have grown that since I've seen him a lot. Since he he grows that. it periodically. When we did that, when we tried to do that episode for um, St. Patrick's Day, that we ultimately did, just didn't include him. Um, oh, God. That was, a, <laughs> that, that was the last time I saw him. So, um, yeah. by the way, you, you, I hope you didn't mind the, the tweet that I put out about it. Not at all. Not at all. Um, okay. uh, I mean, I, I talked to him yesterday. He'll probably call me at some point today. He always forgets I record with you on these days. Yeah. So um, is your mom, and she lives with you. So. Well, I very audibly told mom, like, all right, I'm about to go record. And she's like, all right, have fun. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, what were you going to say? No, well, so I was going to tell people that we were guests, finally, on a show. and We were. And it wasn't our own show that we were guests on. Um <laughs> Oof. You all right? Sugar just fucking cut one. Oh my god, that is oh, not sweet. There's nothing oh. worse smelling in the world than a dog fart. Um, oh my god, sugar. <laughs> Your name is now sweet and low. <laughs> oh um, god. Sorry to the Afterburn podcast cuz that didn't go no, very I, well. I just got um, the Afterburn. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um I'm going to turn the fan on. Keep talking. I'll be right back. Holy Uh, shit. (laughs) You suck, dog. So as I was starting to say, um, we were guests (laughs) on a podcast that wasn't ours for once. Um, Because, you know, the old joke that I'm a guest on this show. Um, Keep it up, buddy. (laughs) Hey. I'm I'm in a weird mood today. Um. Anyway, we we were guests on the Afterburn 7:39 podcast. Um. Uh, we alluded to that when we were had our bonus episode with um, Midnight Smoke, who was gracious enough to join us and talk to about the um, Viewiskew hockey tournament that that's right. The Gothens were in. Um. By the way, on not to get too sidetracked, I spoke with Logo Mike the other day. And uh-huh. told him that there's a sticker on the boards at a hockey rink in Toronto. And he was like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, yeah. So he's like, that's pretty awesome. So, Dude, uh, the sticker is at one, uh, one of the stickers is at Joel's Restaurants. Yeah. Like, it's going. It's in Berkeley. It's in Canada. They're on Australia, as far as I remember correctly. No, I don't think there's any stickers down there. There's a- oh, we didn't, we, we didn't send any to Jay? No, 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 no. She didn't want to give oh, her that's address. Right. That's right. Um, well, we but, sent some to Maddie, so there's some in Vancouver. Oh, did you finally send it to Maddie? I was asking about that. I, I, I think that. I think Steph did. I, I she okay. said she sent. I thought she sent them all when she sent them to Smart. Oh, she might have. I don't know. Um, I know April's got. I know we're in Australia in, in t-shirt form though, because I know she bought yeah. a t-shirt. So. Um, I don't think she's planning to post that, but that's well. She that's could post product. it without posting herself. She could just yeah. post the shirt. Shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She. So we'll let our listeners know that when you order a T-shirt, we we pick a default color that we thought was the best one to get. But you have other color choices you can do when you order a shirt. So April got it in purple, and Jay got it in pink. So I'm curious to see. What we look like on a hot pink. And she said, it, I think she said it was hot pink. So it's not like a bright pink. It's like a fucking 80s pink. So- that's that's still 
It's still pretty hot. It's still pretty bright, man. Right, but there's that the lighter pink, and then there's like that almost reddish pink. That's what a hot pink is. At least when I think hot pink, that's what I think hot pink. So I, when I think, okay, fair enough. Um. Anyway, so back to afterward. Um, we were so smoke went out to Ohio to hang out with Fez and after Afterburn Kitty. I think her name is. I'm looking at them now. Um. And several other people. There was a lot of fucking people on that podcast that night. Now, true. I, I will share that Rico. Here we go. Kitty Afterburn seven thirty nine Fez and several other people. I'm working on getting the rest of the names because we got tagged by Smoke and a bunch of stuff. Um, <coughs> but he, um, yeah. So we got on the show. It it was. Um, I can't wait for you people to hear it because I can't wait to hear it because I... Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. I'm not saying you have to love football. We all have different likes and dislikes, people. Personally, I'm not a fan of the avocado. I just don't like the mouthfeel. But, but if you're someone who loves football, I mean truly loves it well, my sportsbook app might be the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Couldn't understand half of what I heard because there were so many people trying to talk. Dude, I can't wait to hear it because I was only on for like the last 20 minutes. I, I was working and I rushed home trying to like get on. And even though they were, they like kind of recorded later than they normally do, I guess... I still managed to get on for like the last 20 minutes and then it fizzled out. And all I did was just kind of come on and not know what the fuck was going on, crack a couple jokes. And they're like, all right, that's it. Thing. I'm like, uh, okay. But I have to thank you, by the way, because I got on the show longer than you did um, and did my best to give the, um, to love to the show and represent Pot Askew. But I learned a very invaluable lesson about our dynamic on that recording and it is that i unless there's a designated topic for discussion i can't do this without you because (laughs) no for real because and mike logo mike and i were not we're talking about this yesterday when we talked um you have a voice that and and i mean this as positively as i can say it can force its way through the chaos that was that recording. And I, and I say that with all respect to everybody from Afterburn because it wasn't, like, re- stupid. It was funny. It was entertaining. I laughed pretty heartily throughout the thing. Um, but it it was hard to, to wedge your way into the conversation, especially because everybody else except for you and I were in the room. So. Right. Nobody could see when we were, when especially me, was trying to talk unless Fez 
I think it was Fez who was running the Skype, like put his hand up and said, hey, and like pointed to the screen so that I could say something. Whereas mm-hmm. everyone else, you, you know, and this is why you and I do this with a video feed, even though we don't mm-hmm. broadcast the video portion, so that if you want to say something, you can kind of see when I'm going to pause and vice versa. And so that right. made that difficult. But when you came in, you like forced your way into some of the conversation in, in a good way, <laughs> but in enough that it allowed me to go go back into our dynamic of me feeding off of whatever you had to say. Right. You know? I, so. I kind of went into it knowing like, look, I, what I, I kind of felt like they wanted my opinion. They wanted to hear me talk. Yes. And for me to go in there, not be able to talk, I was like, look, no, all due respect, guys, but I'm here for a fucking reason. So I did kind of like Moses that shit and part their fucking Red Sea of, of jargon. And kind of wedge my way through and just sort of like, I mean, I, I really, I was, if, if, by the way, guys, like I never wanted, I never come, try to come off as rude. So there's this joke between CJ and I where like, because I sound kind of aggressive and I, my tone of voice is kind of like, ugh. Um, there are times where CJ and I, like CJ thinks like we have a problem. And so he'll hit me up. He's like, are we good? And I'm like, <laughs> dude. I have resting bitch voice. That's all I have. <laughs> right. And I, and I know, I know that better than anybody because I, I, you know, people are like, wow, Rico, why do you, are you okay? Like, are you in a bad mood? I'm like, no, I'm fine. You do. When you're not doing this, you do come across as irritated more than you probably are. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, there is a part of me that like knows that and kind of like, you know what? Fuck it. People are going to think I'm irritated. Why not actually pretend? Why not be a little irritated? Because <laughs> well, they're already going to assume that. Well, that's a good way to live. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, look, people are going to expect something from me. Like, um, and it's hard to do in retail because sure. like I have customers that will come in and I can fuck with my customers that I know very well. Like I'll have a customer come in and I'll be like, Ah, oh, shit. What are you doing here? You know, I don't do it with his children around. I don't do it right, with right. little old ladies and shit. But like, you know, I could, I could ball bust uh, some of my customers. And there was, and, and they know that I'm, I'm genuinely nice to them and they're genuinely nice to me. I mean, I've, I've opened up about my personal life um, when I would, I, I've gone through some bad breakups and I had to go to work the next day and I'd still be like holding back tears because I'm like, I'm broken. I'm world doesn't like me. And they're like, right. are you okay? And I'm like, well, I just got dumped. And they're like, Oh my God, let me give you a hug. And I'm, you know, I'm, I mean, I have really good rapport with my customers. So, um, what I'm trying to say is if I came off like an asshole on that podcast, on the, no, Burn, I, 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 I really genuinely want you guys to know. I just, it's just my wrestling bitch voice. I, I don't think you did. I don't think he did, and I talked with Smoke, and he loved it. So I trust well, his Smoke, judgment. Smoke had already been on the show with us, and Smoke has also listened to every episode, so he knows that I'm I'm not, you know, I don't. I, the other guys, I as far as I know, hadn't really listened to us that much. Not that much. Not as much as Smoke. No, but the, <laughs> so I should mention that because you weren't. I think I mentioned to see when you were when you came on, but this came up before you joined us. I asked them if they had gotten a chance to listen to the show, and I and mm. I referenced the fact that Smoke had because I knew that 
but right. I didn't know about everybody else. And, <laughs> and apparently they, the only one they had, at least the only one they mentioned was Stefiscu Strikes Out, the sports episode that we did. And uh, we, shit. Right. And we even said in that recording, this is not our best episode. And before I could even say it, they said it. They were like, you mentioned in the recording it wasn't your best episode. And uh, we agree. So- yeah, it was unanimous. <laughs> They're like, uh, I mean. And you know what? I take total blame for that. If I'm really being honest, like, well, I, I well before before you get into it, I shared the story. I shared that we'd had like this long like meeting that we don't normally do, and right. or that we've stopped doing before the episodes because it puts you in a shit mood. <laughs> See, that's the difference. You could hear the tone of my voice drop. And I'm really irritated. I'm really upset. And I'm really just grumpy. You could, you could very audibly, if you want to hear what really <laughs> sounds like, that is that is a great example. Just listen to that episode, and through the course of what is it, an hour and a half or something, something you just like hear no, me. No, it's it's two hours. It's over two it's hours. Two, yeah. Well, that's sort of going my point. For the course of two hours, you just hear me give less of a fuck than normal. Where it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, I saw this movie. Then, like, hour one, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, fine, baseball. And then by the second hour, it's like, fuck you guys, fuck your show, pieces of shit. Yeah, um, to your credit, you didn't do that, though, which, I mean, you might have felt that I way, sure but you didn't sh- I sure as shit thought that fuck thing, dude. <laughs> I, I, I was so like, fuck this, guys. What we have, fuck it. Put it out. Yeah. It was. It's not our not our best effort, but anyway. Oh no! That, it's, it's definitely our worst episode. What's that? It's definitely our worst episode. Uh, I do not I, have fond memories of that. I have I, no I, fond memories of that episode. I would argue the last quarter to half of the New Year's Eve episode is equally as bad. That may be your least favorite, but my least favorite. Is, uh, for the record, this is even though it's it's a Stephaskew type of, of episode it really was good stuff it's nice it's, yeah. but it's titled stuff askew strikes out or whatever what's because it's we we recommended it's on the episode everybody seemed to well not just that but like we actually came up with the title during the recording and everyone was like yeah that works and i was like all right fuck it we'll use it because <laughs> it was a total strikeout because this episode sucks <laughs> yeah right there you go it's like, like it's a double like if it was a fuck, if, if if we could have finagled it, it would have been just something like Hot askew foul ball. Like it was basically right. the same fucking thing. Right. Gutter, you know, what's it? What's, uh, it was, um, DiGiorgio dugout. That's what that fuck it was. Oh, God. It was, yeah, it was not, it was not, it was not good. No. Um, but, you know, so to everyone that, that suffered through it, thank you. Um, yeah. And I, and I'd like to say thank you for having me on. I, I wish I could have, I wish I could have oh, done meant- more. I meant the sports episode, but yes, thanks to Afterburn and Fez and Kitty Afterburn and Matt and fucking cousin <laughs> Leroy. I learned more about what you can get for blowing somebody on that episode than I've learned about anything in my life. I mean, you could probably get a lot from blowing somebody. Yeah, well, and that was his go-to. You can get I mean, X for giving a blowjob. Okay. Oh, yeah. You you can get um you can get an impeachment from a blowjob. Yes, you can. Um, the other will thing someone that, bl- will someone blow our president so we could fucking impeach his ass? Speaking of blowing, something did blow my mind, and I think yours too. From that recording, 
Billy D. Williams' real name is William William D. Williams. That that was like mind blow. Yeah, that that's a weird one, right? That's a really weird one. It's it doesn't make sense to me. It's it's like finding that, out C three PO's leg is silver and not gold. Yeah, I mean it was crazy, and and it's a well, it's a weird Mandela effect. What I can share with the Afterburn crew. And the rest of the people listening is, I could see your face when he said it. And the genuine look of holy fuck that was on your face when that came through was like pretty fun. So it was, it was, uh, because that's something you never think about. It's kind of like, it's like finding out Eddie Murphy's name is Edward. Well, it is. So that's what I'm saying though. Like, Edward Murphy. Like that, right, what, but it, it's not the same. I mean, I get the point you're making, but it's not exactly the same because William D. Williams is a lot. It's like there's like a. Sure. It's, yeah. it's a, it mirrors itself. It's it's a weird thing. But like Edward Murphy, while weird sounding, doesn't have that same like <sighs> mind blowing. Did you ever, did, did you ever see um, Red, you saw the Renaissance Man, right? Oh yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, remember there's a there's a guy the the guy who sleeps all the time in the troop. Yeah, yeah I can't remember. His, I don't know his name, but I and he's a character I've seen in a bunch of things. Yeah, his name is Mel. His name is like Private Melvin or something. Oh, it's and Melvin. Then he finds Melvin, out his name is Mel, Melvin Melvin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, yeah, I. Dude, he's that, always dark. That, he's narcoleptic. Is that? No, I don't think he's narcoleptic. I think it's just how he deals with depression. But um. Oh, you went deep. You went more psychological. I just thought he was well, no, narcoleptic. Because remember, he gets that letter from home, and it talks oh, about his dad. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and then he kind of goes and lays down again. So I think that's well, his way of escaping. That's the only time he lays down. He's still awake. Yeah, but I think that's only the only reason why I don't see him go to sleep because he gets the camera like it, like the scene changes. But I think oh, that's it, it, go, it goes to Marky Mark. Yeah. Um, what? No. That was his first movie. Did you know that? Oh yeah, it, that is it. Me or is that an underrated movie? I dude, it's one of my recommendations at work. I put I, my name. I put uh, I put a post it with my name on it. It's on my shelf. Rico's Rico's recommendations. At, at I work. fucking love that movie. It is such a good movie. It's it's you know it, it's just fun. It's a fun movie. You know what I saw last night? Did you have anything more you want to say based on what we were just talking about? Oh, about it. Well, just thanks again to Afterburn Seven Thirty Nine. It was really a lot of fun. Thank you for having us on. We have to have we have to have those guys on the show at some point. I think we have to reciprocate that and bring them on. I agree. I, I definitely agree. I think we should do it one at a time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I so just to to fix that a little bit. I think the the normal Afterburn Seven Thirty Nine is a three person show. So it's not normally like that much chaos. They that was a planned event that they did, mm-hmm. and that's why there was that much chaos on that particular episode. I think. Um, right. The other thing that they do, and I I'm sure I'm fucking up the name, guys. So my apologies up front, but it, it it's. I think it's play for the cure or something, but they, they do like a 16 hour long podcasting marathon and it raises money for cancer research. And they do it like once a year. And Shit, We did six hours or something for the Oscars. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the point is that though 
they they do and with that one though it's a rotating crew so like fez might go take a nap or whatever and someone else will jump into his seat and they just keep going um they're out of ohio man i'm really gonna see what i can do about like going out there for that one next year and being a part of that i'm gonna really kind of make it an effort to try to do it i said all i could possibly say about ohio Last last no, episode. I, yes, yeah, I know, but I still, I still want to try to get out there and and because I I support the the cause and I know you do too. I mean, you're not mm-hmm. you're making a joke, yeah. but I know you support that cause, so I'm gonna try to get out there for that. Um, which also reminds me, we'll talk about this off air, but I'm probably gonna be out your way next summer, so we need to try to. Oh, work no, sure. Not completely, but I'll be probably in Vegas. So we'll have to try to coordinate and see if you guys can get down there because I would love. I know Chris is gonna come. So we'll have to see if we can get you to come down too. <laughs> yeah, he will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you had to go there. All over the faces and aces. <laughs> All over the faces and aces. Anyway, you were about to say something that I felt was more uh uh PG. Yeah. Um, I I saw knocked up for like the first time in like maybe eight years or something. I don't think I've ever seen that. You've never seen Knocked Up I'm trying with to Seth Rogen? I know, I know the movie. I'm familiar with it, but I'm trying to remember I've seen it. Dude, I, I, it was the point where like I know more or less the jokes, but it's, I, it's, it's been so long since I saw it. It was kind of like my second or third time seeing it, even though I've seen it a ton of times. Right. It was just that large gap where I'm like, oh, fuck, I do remember all these. But like, oh, that was still refreshing. Like, I still found myself laughing. And Here's... Well, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's funny. It's just a funny fucking movie. I I don't know that we've ever talked about this. And if we have, then we're going to repeat ourselves. But I don't enjoy that style of comedy very often. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, improvisational? Well, it's not about the improv so much as like... Buddies hanging that, out, making jokes. That, but I... No, you can't say that because... I don't know, but like, uh, hold on, because you're distracting me. Um, the the that's a Fairly Brothers. No, that's an Apatow movie, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Okay. So, like the Apatows, the Farley Brothers, like those movies don't resonate with me for some reason. Like I did, I enjoy The Hangover. Yes, but I didn't find it to be as hysterical as everybody else did. You know. What All I mean? right. Well, like, not you're 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 mixing like the Fairly the, Brothers uh, or Apatow did not do. But they're Damn. all that same style. Like the comedies I enjoy are thing, and and I know it's gonna sound like we're just self promoting, I guess. But like Kev's stuff is the kind of comedy I enjoy more. So by that logic, do you think you don't like Zach and Mary as much because it's more of Kevin doing a Judd Apatow movie? It's probably one of my least favorite of his movies. Yeah. It's not oh. like the one I list like the most, but it, if it's closer to the bottom, you know, um, and that also, it? that also separates out the horrors versus the comedies, you know, like, cause for me, my least favorite Kevin movies, Tusk, it, it flat out is Tusk. Cause okay. I, because I don't count cop out as a Kevin Smith movie. I know he directed it, but I don't count that as a Kevin Smith movie. So, sure. If we're including Cop Out, then Cop Out's probably my least favorite. But if uh, we're, yeah, if we're not including that, then Tusk is probably my least favorite. You know, but if you separate out the Tusk and the Red State and the Yoga Hosers from everything else, 
it's probably Zach and Mary. Okay. I mean, I, I can understand. I mean, the reason why I brought up Knocked Up is because there's a part where Seth and his buddies, and all of his buddies are basically playing pseudo variations of themselves. They, they're, they're like Jonah Hill's in it, and his name right. is Jonah. Well, and I mean, that's kind of, and we'll, I'll let you finish your point, but it's kind of like that end of the world movie that they did. I watched that. I forget what it's called. Um, the, uh, this is the end. And I didn't really find it funny at all. Like I laughed a couple times, but for the most part, I was like, meh. There's a part where Seth and it's uh, Seth, Jonah Hill, um, Jason Siegel from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. yeah. Um, Martin Starr, who did you ever watch the show Freaks and Geeks? No, but I'm familiar with its existence. You would recognize Martin Starr. Martin Starr plays like the teacher to Peter Parker in the Homecoming series. He's a teacher. Like, he's the one who's, he takes them on like the bus and shit. Oh, I know. You know where I know him from? Um, Silicon what? Valley. He's on Silicon Valley. He's Guilfoyle or Gil. Yeah, Guilfoyle is his name. So I think. that that dude is also in this. Um, plus Jay Baruchel. I know the name, but I can't. Skinny picture. Canadian dude from uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice. I didn't say it. Uh, skinny, uh, skinny. Oh, he's from your favorite movie, Million Dollar Baby. No, I did. Oh, well, that was the one I didn't like. You're right. I keep getting that Million yeah. Dollar Man confused. Uh, no. I, I see. So, I pulled him up on IMDb. I, I do recognize him. I think he's in. He is in something. He was in Goon. I kind of like that. That wasn't bad. He was in Goon. Um, so basically, they're all at a they're all at a club, right? Right. And there's a there's a they're having a topic that just sort of reminded me a lot of what how they talk to each other is a lot of how uh, reminds me of a lot of how you and I talk. Wait, real quick, are you talking about Knocked Up or this? Knocked Up. Okay, go ahead. So they're at a nightclub and they're saying, and Seth Rogen is the only is the only guy whose name is not his own. Okay. So everyone's like, "Oh, Jay and A, you know," but he's known as Ben. I I know where I know Jay from. I know him from Fanboys. That's right. He's in Fanboys. Yeah. So, uh, he so Seth is like, you know, if we're ever gonna get laid, it's gonna be because I saw the movie Munich. He's like, we're in all the movies, you know, Jews are getting killed. We you know Munich flips it on its fucking ass, and we're capping motherfuckers <laughs> like. And it just reminds me of <coughs> how you and I talk to each other. Just basically all what they're doing is just they're doing right. a podcast without a fucking microphone. Right. And uh, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I don't want to, I was going to move on to another point, but I will let you finish first. I'm sorry. Well, I'm just, I, I think Knocked Up was one of the, one of Judd Apatow's better f- movies. Like 40 Old Virgin is really fucking funny, but like <laughs> it's not, it, like, I've seen it so much. It's not funny anymore. And also the ending where they're doing fucking Age of Aquarius is so bizarre and random to me. It doesn't fit with the movie itself. But Knocked Up, I thought was was entertaining. And I, I well, could, I, first off, going back to Jay Baruchel for a second, where I actually first saw him ever was almost famous. Who is he? In, oh, he's the fucking kid's friend or something. He no, he's the Led Zeppelin follower. He's the one running around with the Led Zeppelin T-shirt. Oh, That's him. well, I've only seen Almost Famous once. So I fucking love that movie. You want to talk about one I, of my favorites? I, I bought a copy uh, recently. Actually, it's funny you say it's that. It's so good. Um, so that that takes care of that. 
my comedy, it's funny because I say I don't like those movies. And first of all, I, I also want to point out, like, this is not a indication of my thoughts of Judd Apatow's um, ability because I've heard him interviewed. I've seen him do things. And he's a funny dude. So, like, it's not that I don't think he's funny. The right. style of movie just doesn't. But at the same time, I love Van Wilder. Van Wilder is a movie that I absolutely love. I think it's hysterical. Yeah. Um, I liked Funny People, uh, the one with which, Sandler. Which, which he did, yeah. Oh, he did that one. Okay, and I know, yeah, I know, he, he didn't do Van Wilder, but I'm just giving you styles of comedy that I actually do enjoy because I'm looking at my. He's only he, he's only directed a handful of films. He did Forty Year Virgin, Knocked Up. Uh, he did This Is Forty, didn't he? This Is Forty is a pseudo sequel to Knocked Up. Right. The characters that Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann are playing are originally from Knocked Up. Okay, yeah, I, I, I thought that Deb and I were kind of watching that earlier, but I was just like kind of falling asleep on the couch, not because then, of the movie, but I was tired. <laughs> and then he also did, uh, I mean, he's produced and written other movies. Like he produced uh, Superbad. Oh, right. He also, he did uh, Dewey Cox. Okay. He produced that and, and he wrote part of it. But there's, there's some good heartfelt moments in Knocked Up. It was a part because the, the premise is Catherine uh, Heigl and Seth. Yeah, they have sex and she gets pregnant, unplanned. It's a it's a it's a one night stand. Right, they're both right. drunk. He's trying to put the condom on, and she's like losing her female wood, and she's like, "Just do it already." Right. And he interprets that as the literal form of "Okay, let's just fuck." Throws the, he's like, "Okay," and like they have sex, and then like. Eight weeks later, she fucking like says, "I'm pregnant," and uh, there's some genuine laugh out loud moments where she's like, "So I have something to tell you. Um, I'm pregnant," and he says, "Fuck off!" And she's like, "What?" He's like, "What did you say?" She's like, "I'm pregnant." He's like, "With emotion?" There's some there's some genuine funny moments, and there's uh, Harold Ramis before he passed away plays Seth Rogen's dad, and you see it like. Dude, he they looks like he could be his fucking father. Right. So, um, and the movie's great. The movie there's a lot of uh, improvisational scenes, uh, particularly Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen, and Jay Bradshaw, and all that shit. But there's some really fucking funny material on the DVD of the DVD commentary. After I watched the movie last night, I just played the commentary, and I'm like, motherfucker, this is exactly what CJ and I do. We oh, are yeah. just riffing and talking about shit. And it was Seth Rogen, Judd Apatow, and Bill Hader. Okay. And I'm a massive Bill Hader fan. You know that. I love yeah. his SNL impressions. Yeah. And whenever they're like, oh, look, who just walked through the door. It's Al Pacino. He's like, oh, yeah. Who are you all doing out here? Like, it's just Bill Hader doing his Al Pacino. He's like, oh, well, Al Pacino walked out. Well, look who walked in. It's Vincent Price. And like, you would do it's Vincent Price. Like, good evening, everybody. Like, right, right. And, I was just cracking up more of the commentary than the movie itself. The movie is still fucking funny, but it, I, that's what I'm saying. It just, it just hit home for me. I'm like, fuck, I really want to do the podcast. I'm so excited to do like <laughs> to record tomorrow. Cause like I'm getting, I want to do this. Well, and were, the last couple episodes have been fucking depressing. Well, and it's funny because you were, we talked for a few minutes after we got done with afterburn and you were like, dude, let's record. And it was like, 1230 at night for me and I'm like fuck no <laughs> yeah man I was you like were, I said dude you've been jonesing for like days now um yeah 
I, I, I was ready. Course. Normally, CJ's like, all right, are you ready to record? I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot. Or, oh, I'm overslept, and I got to – hold on, let me finish my cigarette. And then it's like yeah. start recording about 25 minutes after that. But I was like, dude, I'm ready. You ready? Let's do it early. <laughs> You're like, holy shit. Yeah. It did It did throw me a little bit. I was actually sitting here playing Assassin's Creed. Um, Which one? So, First one? Two. Ooh. Yeah. Going, going Ezio. I got the Ezio collection on PS4 remastered. They remastered and put it on the PS4. So I, I grabbed that because I got it like super fucking cheap. So I got all three, I, ha- I got all three games for twelve ninety nine. I think I paid that on disc on PS3 uh, about five years ago or something. For the Ezio collection? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, rem- yeah. they remastered it and dropped it on the four. So I grabbed that. Um, Dude, I, I'm I'm on my next Lego game, and I'm actually pissed off about it. I yeah the the Hobbit one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait. I want to go back to comedies, and then we can move on to that because there's some game stuff I'd like to talk about too. But, um, because I'm a little concerned about myself, honestly. Like I'm looking at my list of comedies here, and like I look, I'm gonna ask you to be Doctor Rico for a minute here because I need like <laughs> psychological like evaluation i think like i'm looking at this uh, list i can dr d georgia double do- d yeah double d you've got double d's um in your fucking face <laughs> all right what, what's what, go ahead <laughs> sorry buddy i couldn't help myself um yeah I'm, I'm looking at the list of my comedies and like i feel like i'm contradicting myself with what i said so we're gonna we're gonna leave Kevin's movies out of it for a minute because those are just assumed, right? That those are the ones I've got. Those, yeah, right. But beyond that, I've got my cousin Vinny, accepted, Bill and Ted, both of them, Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey, mm-hmm. um, Road Trip, uh, Van Wilder, Weekend at mm-hmm. Bernie's, Big, and that's it. Like those are the comedies that I actually like. That I want to watch on a right re- now. My rule is I only own movies I want to watch on a regular basis. So, sure, you, you know, no, because I know people that just, I when I worked in retail in the Sam Goody because we sold movies too. We, there were guys I knew would be there every Tuesday to buy, just go across the new release thing and get a copy of everything that came out, whether they saw it or not. They were like, "I'm going to watch it now." I'm a collector. I, right. I'm sort of in the middle of you two. Like I'll, I'll. Like I'm like, oh man, I I don't have this. Right. I will take this. But if it's like, I don't need to have every fucking movie. But like, if we get donations at work, I sort of get first pick to say we should take this, we should keep this. Right. Uh, we should replace the old disc with the new disc, and then a lot of it I just take home. I'm like, well, fuck, it was free. We don't need oh. this at work. I'll take oh, it. I I can tell you now because the company is basically defunct. Fye's return policy was you take it. Like, if someone came with a return, you took it. There was no, like, no. The only difference right. was whether you got cash or store credit. You know, that was basically mm-hmm. the, like, if you had a receipt, you got your money. Right. If you didn't have a receipt, then you got store credit. Or you could right. go pick something else out right then and there that we would just kind of, like, do an exchange. But a lot of this stuff, even if it wasn't broken, we would take. Right. I got an iPod out of that because we were supposed to destroy it, and we were all like, uh, "No." <laughs> I, I'm I'm waiting for someone to be my new friend that works at like a good like a like a GameStop that I can get a fucking PS4 for like nothing. Well, that probably won't happen because they got a lot of rules. I know people. I know a lot of people to work for GameStop, and there's too many rules to let that happen. But uh. um, 
Yeah, dude, I'm looking at these comedies. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like there's something wrong with me. <laughs> um, maybe you... Look, can I say this without coming off mean? Yeah. Maybe this is why I'm the funny one. Oh, you're totally the funny one. There's no doubt about that. But, like, I, and, and you are funny, but, like, maybe you should watch other... Like, maybe you should expand on comedy. Well, see, my, my sense of humor is very different than yours, as... You were in yes. different people, so of course. But like my sense of humor is, I always think of myself as like a house with my the way I deliver my comedy. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm not a genius. I'm not saying I'm a genius, but the way that I deliver, like he he does that like snarky, very dry, quippy, right. Right. snarky, like Sherlock Holmes, but like yeah. drier. Right, but you you're more that boisterous Seth Rogen. John right. C. Riley, like those guys that I know you really like, you know what I mean? Like you, you bring it more like that than I would, I would argue that if I could label my sense of humor, that I'm sort of like Chandler from friends. Yeah. I can mixed say that. with mixed with like a not smoking Seth Rogen, me not smoking pot. Seth Rogen. Yeah, I could see that. That's actually pretty accurate. Yeah. Because I would, because I do have, I am, I can be very serious and I can be very like, sure. Whoa, let's let's talk about this. Let's this that's not okay. Yeah, like when you told me about Jay, I was like, I was you could see I was grinding my teeth. Yeah, you were like, mad. I, I was mad. I was fucking mad. No one fucks with my fans and friends like that. So but and and I but I also am the type of guy like if Steph and I have an argument, I will always try to diffuse the situation by being what? the pithy fucking right. you know, character of just like you know, the the Chandler. And I know Steph loves me and finds it funny, but I could also see deep down. She's like, motherfucker, it's not a joke. Like, right. stop it. But it, 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 she's just like, you think you're fucking funny. You're not Ray Romano. This is not Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> fucking hate that no! show. I don't like that show. Like that, So a little, little peek behind the, the, the home life of me and Deb. Like every night when we go to bed, Generally, she falls asleep before me so that I can change the channel. But we start on TV land, Nickelodeon's like late night thing, and it's a run of um, everybody loves Raymond into King of Queens, and then depending on how late she stays up, the Goldbergs, and that's you know that's, that's our, another one. I would probably argue I'm similar to Kevin James's character on on. Uh, King of Queens. Now, see, King of Queens, I can at least kind of like stomach. Like well, right King of Queens is, a, is a, it's a spinoff of Everybody Loves Raymond. I think it's the other way around, actually. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. King of Queens is a spinoff of Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay, because I know I know Ray's been on King of Queens. I've never seen Kev on early 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 episodes of uh, Raymond. Kevin James is on it. Oh, I, I, I'm not saying I don't believe you. I'm saying I've, we've never, I've never seen it. Anyway, and by the we, way, we mean Kevin James, not like the Kevin, Kevin James Smith, that people yeah. confuse Kevin Smith for. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, she, we want now. See, King of Queens, I can at least kind of get through. Like, I don't mind King of Queens. Um, the only thing I don't like about King of Queens is Arthur. I fucking oh my hate God. Arthur, and so does Dad. Deb doesn't like him either, but she she will defend it in saying that that's the point of the character. The point of the character is for you to get irritated and like want to punch him in the face. Exactly. If you don't have Arthur, then there's no problem with with 
then then it's just Doug is fat. Oh no, Doug does enough. Doug does enough stupid shit that. But I mean, look, you, you don't watch. It's always sunny either. No, and I've I have watched a couple episodes because um, Preston and Steve, the the morning radio show that I've mentioned to you out here, um, have made appearances on the show, and not just audibly, like. You know, I've been on camera, and yeah. so I've I've watched those episodes to see that that you know see those guys. But well, what I was saying is the first season, Dan DeVito's not in the show, and the show's still funny. But once Dan DeVito shows up in the second season, you're like, oh my god, it is so much funnier. Like, how the fuck? Did, I mean, their first season's great, but you're now going back to it, you're like, man, there's something really fucking missing. And I think you you know you just you know, it, Jerry Stiller's character, Arthur, adds an element of extra comedy. Um, I was never a Jerry Stiller and uh, and Mira, I want to say her name is, uh, fan, because, and his wife. From from Friends? Because I know he's on Friends, too. He's Isn't he Costanza? He was, he, was, he was on Seinfeld. Oh, Seinfeld. Yeah, I'm sorry. Seinfeld. That's what I meant. I said Friends, well, but I meant Seinfeld. So... Ben Stiller's parents were an actual comedy team in like the seventies, right? Jerry, so, okay, yeah. Stiller and Mira, because she's she's Ray's mom on everybody else's Raymond, isn't she? Isn't that Jerry's no, wife? That's Doris Roberts. I thought they were married to each other. No, Doris okay. Roberts in Peter Boyle from Young Frankenstein. They were actually married because I know they're the parents on the no. show. No, I'm trying to figure out who she's married to. Fuck the. TV. I'm talking about real life. I thought she Who? was married. I thought, Dor- yeah, I thought Doris Roberts was married to Jerry Stiller. Am I not no. right? Okay. No. No, no, no. Um, by the way, have you seen Grandma's Boy? No. See, when we're talking about comedy movies, I I am very aware that I like stoner comedies, and I'm not a stoner. Well, you know what I mean? To a degree, I do, if you count Kevin's movies. Yeah, Kevin, and and even I could even argue that you probably Van Wilder is I mean, close to a stoner comedy without any form of smoking pot. I don't think. No, that's oh, not no. true. Tech. There's there's one character the the, uh, the black the the black roommate or whatever Tech. is like yeah yeah I don't know I, his real name is Tech. I can't remember the character's name. His real name is Tech. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I just saw a movie recently that shows Steph because I'm like, oh, you love Van, you love Ryan Reynolds. You haven't seen Ryan Reynolds like how we all loved Ryan Reynolds in 2001. Van Wilder. Yeah. Yeah. He's she was like, he, that's why when they announced Deadpool, I was like, okay, because I knew what he was capable of from Van Wilder, and I just assumed he would have carried that over into Dead, and he did. More or less. I mean, we also got a glimpse of that in X Men Origins. Yeah. Um, but you got a better, and you know, because there's another movie he's in. I th- no, it's, I was gonna say thirteen going on thirty, but that's not it. Not there's, there, there's one that he's in where he's talking to his daughter. His parents, the parents are divorced, and he's talking to his daughter about his dating life prior to actually uh, maybe no, definitely that, maybe definitely yeah. And and he he's a little more serious. I mean, he's still quippy, but he's more yeah. serious in that than he is in, say, like a Van Wilder or even Blade Trinity, because even Blade Trinity is basically Van Wilder as a vampire. Or it's Deadpool as a vampire hunter. Or, or Deadpool, yeah, right, right. So. Oh, my God, dude. You're bringing me back to Blade. I fucking love the Blade movies. They're good. They're really... We, we probably should do a Blade episode. <laughs> I mean, 
Jessica Beals in the news right now. Did you hear what she's fucking doing? No. She is. Did she an finally divorce Timberlake? Oh, was she an anti? Uh... She's an anti-vaxer. Okay. And I'm like, didn't you watch the fucking Blade Trinity movie that you were in? Isn't it good to actually drug your kids? Like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Um, they all serum saves humanity, and you're like, no. So I, but then I even when it comes to TV comedy. Like I'm, I'm more into stuff like How I Met Your Mother, Big Bang Theory, um, Roseanne. You like, you like yeah. situational sitcoms. But I hated Friends, hated Seinfeld. Not a fan. I didn't, of, I didn't like Seinfeld. I'm not a fan of these. You know the ones we were just talking about, King of Queens, Ray Rama, or Everybody Loves Raymond. You know, even the Goldbergs. Like you would think I'd love it because it's based out of Philly, but nah. All right, let me let me let me run you some some blanks or blanks, and you tell me who you prefer. Okay. Okay. Mel Brooks, Woody Allen. Oh, Mel Brooks. Okay. All right. So far, so good. Um, Charlie Chaplin, Jim Carrey. Okay, I'd have to go Carrey only because I'm not overly versed in Charlie Chaplin's material. I know who he is. I know right. I know the most iconic thing one everyone's ever seen, but as far as like you probably know his library much better than I do. So I have to go most, Jim Carrey. Based, most likely. Yeah, I have to go with Jim Carrey based solely on the fact that I don't really have enough to compare. To be fair, it is an it is a random fucking pairing. Okay, I'll give you this one. Mike Myers, Chris Farley. <sighs> Oh, am I allowed to say Ty? Because nope, <sighs> they're very different types of humor. That's why I'm going with I'm going with right, but I'm not I'm not a, overly a fan of either of them. To be honest with you, like I like the first okay, Austin that, Powers. That's if you're saying a Ty as a neither, that's fine. Yeah, that's what I'm. Kind of why I'm saying Ty because like I like okay. a couple of Chris's movies, I like a couple of Mike's movies, but overall, I'm not a huge fan. Okay. Um. Let me let me see if I can pull up real some quick. Of my if ass. if I had to lean a direction on that one, I would probably lean Mike Myers. I had a feeling you were. That, yeah. I'm I'm already kind of figuring out your sense of style and and humor more than than you're really understanding. Um. Let me let me see if I can run a couple more. Just I'm just this, thinking of comedians. I just to have some fun with this. This feels like one of those clickbait Facebook tests. <laughs> like click here to find out who you're. Who your soul comedian is, or your soul, what your soul animal is, you know, like uh, it, the answer is, is you're just an idiot. That's, <laughs> the, that's the answer. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> no, no, no. In all seriousness, um, let's see. So, what my consensus is is that I think you. Well, I'm having like... fun. Give me another one. God damn it! Uh, or do you not have any right, more? Um, if you don't have any more, that's fine. I was. Well, I'm trying to think of comedians that are sort of. Like I, I'm not going to give you Luke Costello and fucking yeah, that, yeah. You, know, you sort of say I got I got to think about this. Okay, um, uh, um, trying to think of who the fuck was popular in the '80s and oh, okay, here we go. Uh, Chevy Chase, Martin Short. We're close to a tie there again, but I would go Martin Short. Yeah. Okay. Martin Short. Bill Bill Murray, Eddie Murphy. Oh, Bill Murray, without question. Okay. Yeah. So my consensus is you tend to gravitate to comedians that have a darker, 
Yeah. And kind of unlikable quality of them. <laughs> An unlikable quality? Think about it. Think about it. You're going for the really kind of drier people, like you said, like house. You know, right. you're going for the you're going for the people that are like 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 Chris Farley and Jim, and um, Charlie Chaplin and and all the other ones that you didn't pick. They are very much explosive on screen. They're right. the kind of guys that I like. They are the ones that are running through walls. They're the ones that are doing and so, uh, and some of, that I, some of that I find really funny. It just depends on this the the material. For example, the and and you probably have seen this. I hope, but the Van Down by the River sketch by Chris Farley. Yeah. I love that sketch, and that's very much about like throwing himself onto the table and being loud and boisterous. But I think that's hysterical. You know well, I mean? Lottie freaking die. Right? Yeah. Like I, I do. That's what I'm saying. I think. I think part of it also comes down to the movie. Like, mm-hmm. like I love um, Big Daddy. Like, and and I like that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't own that. That's not one I own. But I, and it, there's no reason I don't own it except that I just don't. But I do enjoy that movie, but I don't but it, enjoy Happy Gilmore as much as everybody else does. I don't say I don't reason, like it, but but look at look at the character that he's playing compared to Happy Gilmore. Right in in Big Daddy, he's he is Adam Sandler, but he's not the most Adam Sandler. Right, he's kind of reserved. He's kind of just kind of he's a snarky guy. Whereas but, in Happy Gilmore. He's screaming on the fucking golf field, like "Go back to your hole!" Like and, you know. And yes, of those style that he did, like that one, Billy Madison. Um, there's another one in that grouping that I can't think of, but uh, of that, what's that? Waterboy. No, because Waterboy. See, Waterboy, I liked. I did. I liked the Waterboy. I like Little Nicky. I like. Uh-huh. Um, Happy, uh, I do like. Uh, I know. I do. What's that? No, Mr. Mr. Deeds. Deeds. Yeah, I like Mr. Deeds. I like. I do like Happy Gilmore, but I hate Billy Madison. Like, don't really? like Billy Madison. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, I had appreciation for it when I was a kid. I mean, it's it's definitely rough. Yeah, but I don't. I'm trying to think of other like I and going to Mike Byers because I was one of the ones who made me pick for. Well, well, let me start with Chris Farley. Actually, like I like Tommy Boy, mm-hmm. but there's that Ninja one he did that's terrible. Well, yeah. I love I love Beverly Hills Ninja because I saw that when I was a kid, and I just thought it was, it was Chris yeah, Farley I mean, to me was just the '90s Lou Costello, and I love Abbott and Costello. You know, I've when actually I, heard I was, him as a kid. I've actually heard him referred to as a '90s Belushi, but I guess that's probably true too. Well, a '90s Belushi, but Belushi in its own way was a '80s, '70s, '80s version of Lou Costello. Like, and I, uh, that's that's a good segue because, like, so. Let me, and I, I may have told this story before, but we're going to tell it again real quick because it's not long. But when I worked at Sam Goody, I got to be really good friends with the store manager that I worked for to the point that we're still friends to this day. And mm-hmm. he and the assistant manager, who is his best friend, like he hired him to help him run the store. And I and a couple other people used to have what we called the weekly meeting. And that was outside of the store on Thursdays at his house, eating pizza and just shooting the shit, basically podcasting without microphones, like you were saying. Right. Right. And we'd end up watching a movie at some point. And most of the time we'd end up talking through the movie because it was just good conversation. The movie was background noise. Sure. And 
I had a point to this and I've lost it. Shit. Chris Froelich? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So one of the things that they, we would do sometimes instead of actually watching a movie or instead of actually talking is actually watch the movie. And it was usually to educate me on movies I'd never seen before. Um, okay. Oh, wow. Not to get off, but speaking of comedies, Henry is listening to the commentary as he's watching Clerics. He just sent me a picture oh, of him doing shit. it. I'm going to tell him good luck. Finish <laughs> um, anyway. your point before you fucking forget no, it. No, no, I got it. So one of the movies they introduced me to that I'd never seen was Animal House. Oh, yeah. That's a good and one. I, I mean, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't. I don't have the reverence for it that a lot of people do. I don't have the reverence because I'm with you. Like it's a it's a funny movie, and Belushi's funny, and and and, uh, yeah. ch- and Tim Matheson is is sort of charming in a way, and Peter Rieger uh, is that his name? Peter Rieger or Rieger? I, I don't know. Yeah, I can look. It See, up, but... like I grew up in the '90s, so I saw a lot of '90s movies. So, but I also yeah. saw a lot of '80s and '70s movies as well. well see, and that's. So I'm glad you said that because, like, for me, like, I love Weekend at Bernie's. That's I've a never funny seen mo- Weekend at Bernie's. That's, to me, a funny movie. And anything that, that McCarthy, McCartney, McCarthy, McCarthy is in, I can't remember his first name right now. I'll have to look it up. His last name is, I think it might be McCartney. I might have it wrong. Who, um, I don't know who you're talking about. He's an actor, and you've seen him because he's in um, 16 Candles, too. I, I don't know if you've seen that, but um, hold on. Because he, like, uh, he was, like, the 80s. Andrew McCarthy is, and he was in a bunch of '80s movies. Um, Maybe I've like, seen him, but I don't. I can't think of the name with a face, so I'm gonna have to look him up. Oh, hold What's on, I got, Andrew I got it. Andrew McCarthy, I got it for you, buddy. Um, but like I saw, you know, I've seen that. Like Big, Big to me is a comedy. I like that movie. Sure, I mean it, it's a it's funny, but it's also got some seriousness. It's it's a dramedy. In, in me, it's not. It's more comedy than drama, but it's still got some seriousness. It's all okay. about growing up in a, in a fucked up way. Um, there you go, Rico. The guy on the left. Hang on. Oh, okay. That's that's Andrew McCarthy. Dude, the, the dude the right kind of looks like Ralph Garman. It's Jonathan Silverman. I'm guaranteeing you've seen him in stuff. I, he looks like Ralph Garman. That's all I'm saying. A little bit. Which, by the way, um. You saw saw some Babylon, yeah? Yeah, I want to talk about that as a whole. Um, There's some controversy that goes with it that we're not going to get into, but there's other controversy with it that I do want to talk about that's not centering around that one individual. Um, Because apparently they announced the the fact that Babylon is now going to be free every week before they process the returns to the people who had paid for it. Mm Mm-hmm. And that didn't go over very well with some people. I, you know, I wasn't as invested into it. I, I mean, I cool. never paid uh, for it. I, I love Babylon. I love Kev. I love Ralph, but I don't have the resources to put out $10 a month to watch Babylon. And well, maybe stop buying all the video games that you have and you might be able to do it. But see, here's the thing. And then I have a whole argument for that that I won't get into. But here's the thing even about Babel Vision. As much as I love Kevin Ralph, like, there was a po- point in time where for, like, I think two months they didn't do a Babylon. Um, I don't know. I don't think that's true. I think because they were doing Babylon in the UK recently. Right. But prior to that, from the, I think it was, like, the end of January until the UK one, there was no Babylon because he was shooting Reboot. 
Oh, that's that's probably true. And, and Ralph was also in Reboot as well. So Right, but they didn't do a Babylon, and I don't know how the payment system functioned, but people were potentially paying for months of no Babylon. And, like, you know, now, now from what I understand, they were reimbursed. The only thing they were reimbursed was this last month. They didn't get, like, all that money back. They only got the last month's worth back. So, okay. Um, I, I don't know. It's just a little odd. But I, I did watch my first Babylon. And another shout-out to Henry, because you can hear him on the Babylon. Um, did, uh-huh. you, did you see the London one? Did you listen yeah. or see Yeah, it? yeah, okay. I did. The giant spider comment, that's Henry. Uh-huh. That was Henry. So Yeah, I, I, yeah, they they kind of looked at him and, and said, "Yeah, he knows what he knows what he's talking about." Yeah. So, shout out to Henry for that. Um I am actually excited to see the first one at the improv cuz that'll be the one I want to see. Cuz yeah. it'll be it'll be current, it'll be recent with information, and it'll be the first one that Josh Roush had something to do with and that's someone that we've been talking to behind the scenes. You know, the next time we get Henry on here, we should ask him about the the clip they didn't show of reboot. Oh, well, he's told me about it, but he said okay. he won't he won't talk about it publicly because they asked them not to. Okay. Well I, so, I I need to reach out to Henry and be like, what the fuck was it? Yeah, you can you can he'll talk to you about it. And it, it he said the one thing I will tell you that won't get him in any kind of trouble, but basically the way Kevin describes it prior to them showing it, because Kevin does kind of do like a brief, like this is what you're going to see is basically what he told me. Like, and I don't feel like he was like towing the line for anything. He, Kev pretty much lays it out there and then they just see it. There's not much more to it than what was, what was said. So, Uh um, and I'm okay with not seeing it and I'm okay with him not telling me too much about it because like, Mike and I, Mike and I, and I think I've said this on the show before, Mike, Logo Mike and I are treating this like Endgame. We don't want to know. Want to know anything, yeah. Right. We kind of, like, you know, Kevin did that, like, eight or nine part Instagram, like, mini, and it was on his YouTube channel, too. Um, I never watched, I watched, like, the first ten minutes, or, like, the first five minutes of one, I was like, I don't, I don't want to know anything. Yeah, and that's kind of how I, and, like, maybe I'll go back and watch them after. But like I want to kind of see reboot f- with fresh eyes, so I'm not. I may I even want to see a trailer. trailer. I may not even know? watch a trailer. To be honest with you, I'm not gonna. Oh, you know. you're. Oh, come on. No, I. I don't know. I'm you not saw. You I won't. saw a trailer for Endgame. Yeah, and I'm not saying I won't. But here's. Look, I love Kev to death, but like, he's a little notorious for putting some of the good stuff in the trailer. Like the Endgame trailer was like purposefully deceitful. So. <laughs> It it got your it got your your hair on the back of your neck standing up, but it still was deceitful enough that you didn't spoil anything. You know, what true. I, mean? I have I have a feeling Kev might like throw a good gem into the trailer, you know, and I don't want to lose that. So an infinity gem. <laughs> um. <laughs> see, that's the other thing. Like going back to the comedies, I. I liked Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Dude, I don't know. I, you know, for a doctor, I think this is a malpractice. I think I just need a fucking, like, you call me Dr. DiGiorgio or something. I'm, and, well, like, 
what did you want me to do? Like recommend no. good movies to you, or, no, no, or just no, say, just, okay, you just you just don't know what funny is. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, I I wanted what we got. I'm not complaining. I'm gonna call the episode comedic counseling. I think, but um, <laughs> you know, um knocked out instead of knocked up. Yeah, knocked out. Um, fucked up. I, um, I, I could I could recommend some as like an educational. For humor, I, like you should is, watch some, you should watch some Charlie Chaplin. Oh, probably. I probably should. I need to see that. Should, that I need to see the um the bit you want us to do. I've never actually seen it. Oh, of Abbott Costello? Yeah, I've never actually seen it. I mean, do you yeah, know? See, uh, for, for, for those who don't know, what we're talking about. I, I, and Henry, Henry want yeah. Henry uh, want CJ and I to do a rendition of Who's on First by Abbott Costello. Now, CJ, do you know what Who's on First is? It's uh, yeah, I, I've heard I've heard part of it, and I think I've heard variations of it in the you tell, know. I tell me, tell me what Who's on First is. It, it's it's the um, you're saying they're trying to list the people that are that are um, playing the positions, if I recall, and they say Who's on First. The guy's name is Who, and they say right. Who's on First, and there's an argument back and forth between. The one I saw wasn't Abbott and Costello. I forget who it was, but the argument is was, between the two. It was it was Rain Man and Tom Cruise? No, no, it was like it was. No, I want to say it was like Billy Crystal and Robin Williams. Like it was, yeah. Mm. Like on because they used to do a thing called Comic Relief. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For for I, uh, it was a charity comedy organization. Yeah. Um, with uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. But sometimes, like, all three of them would be the hosts, but they would come out sometimes either individually or just two of them and right. do some bits. And I think on one of them they did the they did a, a shorter version of the who's on first bit. Um, right. And I'm pretty sure it was Robin and Billy. Um, right. Basically, though, you're trying to list who's the, the names of the players. The guy on first name is who, and right. the other person's not getting it. And there's an... A back and forth about who's actually playing the position of first base. So basically, what exactly what you said? So Abbott runs a baseball team. He's the new manager of the baseball okay. team. Costello, the short fat me, basically <laughs> would be. A, you said a, it, a, not me. I know I'm allowed to t- say call myself fat. You when you do it, it's insulting. <laughs> when I do it, I if if the dude did. The grocery store did it. That's the insulting one. I'm your I'm your hetero life mate. Yeah, but the dude at the grocery store would never say or push me at a fucking line. Well, or, I don't know. Or a queue. Sound like you, in a queue. He sounded like he was a douchebag. But anyway, go ahead. I got into a fight like years ago at a Safeway. Like I got into a fist fight at a Safeway parking lot. It's not stop me. If someone pushes me in line, they're gonna fucking wish they. You told me that story, I remember. But anyway, to the to the bit. So, so Costello is fucking. He's just so he's like, and now here, Abbott. You know, uh, here Costello. All they have, they have some strange names, kooky names. So we got who's on first, what's on second. That's I don't right. know who's on third. And Costello's like, that's what I want to find out. I, I said, right. who's on first, what's on second. I don't know who's, don't on, know third. who's on third. Are you the manager? Yeah. And then he's like, well, that's what I want. I want to find out who's on first. Yes. Who's on first? Yes. Like it's, it's that whole thing. And then it expands to just, instead of just that joke, it's, you know, there's, I mean, look, I guarantee it's going to happen. I almost feel like we should probably try and just bring up the script and run through it. Oh yeah. We'll have to. 
Yeah, I'm I'm down for doing it. See, that's the thing. Like, I'm not anti-comedy in that. Like, no, I think that's stupid. Like, um, let's try it. Absolutely. No, I'm not doing it tonight. Put your phone down. Um, Fuck you. I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna find it and send it to you. Okay. Um, Christ. Uh, but like, like you asked me about Mike Myers. I love the first Austin Powers. Not a big fan of the other two. You know what really? I mean? Really? I like the second one more than the first one. I okay, I could see that. The third one's certainly shit. Can we agree? The third one is definitely... Uh, I mean, holy shit, sugar. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of shit. <laughs> oh, you smell like... Did you eat diarrhea? Is that what you're farting out? My God. You <laughs> smell like buffalo wings and throw up. Oh my god, you fucking There's a oh. great visual for our listeners. Um Oh my god, it just won't stop. <laughs> Dude. I thought like aiming the fan no, I just think I made it worse. Um what? What was your question? I don't remember. You started so talking about, about the, oh, the third awesome the, the, the third awesome powers. Um at that point it was being too self satirical. It was making fun of its own Self too much was making yeah yeah and also Beyonce can't act yeah I like she just can't but it wasn't her like I like Mike Myers but it got I think you know what it was it was too much Mike Myers between Austin Powers Doctor Evil Fat Bastard and then Goldmember it was just too much Mike Myers for me I think I mean I'd love to see a fourth Austin Powers would you really see I, I yeah. I, I mean, think that falls under the category of shit we, you know, shit we don't, was it shit? No, what, what they no thanks. Again? No, thanks. We already no, got yeah, one. Yeah, No, thanks. We already got one. Yeah. No, it's, it's a no thanks. We already got one. If they rebooted it with a whole other cast. Oh, that's, that's for sure. I mean, but see, if, but if, see, if, if, I'd rather see a sequel. But I, I, I would Wayne's say it's it probably going to be awful, but I still want to see it. But I love Dwayne's world. I liked, I liked the first two. Look, I'm not a There's big only fan of. of of Mike Myers, but I mean, I love, I, there are lots of parts of Wayne's world. I think I need to see them both like in a row. What so I that think I can, because yeah, I'm always kind of confused the two with each other. What I think I like about Wayne's world is because I'm, I'm a music guy. I'm a rock guy. So I think that's where it grabs me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's, that's that, but, but I mean, going back to Chris Farley, like I like Tommy boy, but I don't like the ninja one. I know there's another one he's in. You know, I don't know. I'm repeating myself now, but it's just Black Sheep. Yeah, eh. you don't. don't you know. didn't watch. You didn't like Black Sheep. It was all right. Black Sheep is just basically a slightly unfunnier version of Tommy Boy. That's all it is. It's kind of basically the key word there was unfunnier. You know, slight. I said though the key words I said slightlyer, slightly unfunnier. Slightlier. Tommy, shut up. <laughs> you fucking botch loop. <laughs> so, um, you had, oh, so you go ahead. Go ahead. No, please. I was going to transition. I said, uh, um, I discovered that in August will be my fifth anniversary of working in the video room. Oh, shit. And the only reason I know that is because Robin Williams died about two days before I got hired. You mentioned that before. Yeah. So he died in August of, of whatever the fuck five years ago is. Wow. Yeah, right? So it's really unfortunate, but I'm like, oh, shit. How long have I been working? 
All right, where did Robin Williams die? That's that's the unfortunate. Did you hear what his son did? What Zach did? He, yeah, he named him after Robin. I thought it was I thought it was good. So the name will the name Robin Williams will live on. Look, as a whole, I think it's awesome. There's a slight, 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 slight problem I have with it. And it's not even that I have a problem with it. I feel bad for the kid because I feel oh, like he's going to live in that giant shadow. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only cool. the look. I, I still think it was an awesome thing he did. I would never give him shit for it. You know, like if I was to meet Zach tomorrow, I'd be like, dude, that was awesome. But, you know, at the same time, I had that thought of like that. That kid's got a big name to live up to now, you know? I mean, it could have been worse. He could have been named Frank Sinatra Jr. Yeah. You want to talk about a fucking shadow? Yeah, but he also became a pretty successful singer. Sort of. Not really. He became more successful uh, leading his dad's band later in his life, leading, later in Sinatra's senior's life. Right. He tried to, he did the, he did this, you know, the saloon thing himself. He did the standalone, I'm, I'm doing my own thing. And you got, the only thing that was really kind of famous of, Frank Sinatra Jr. was he got kidnapped. Okay, I don't think I knew that. You didn't, but you didn't know you didn't know that. So in '63, Sinatra Jr. was kidnapped by these three guys. One of them is uh, I think named Barry Keegan. And there's a whole movie called Stealing Sinatra, by the way, about this. Okay. It's David Arquette. It's William H Macy. It's the dude David from American. That's an interesting choice. As the head kidnapper, it's weird. It's a weird movie. Uh, and the kid who plays Junior is uh, Thomas Ian Nicholas, the guy from yeah, the, the, I know the he, first couple rookie, American yeah, the American Pie movies yeah, and Rookie of the Year, Rookie of the Year wasn't he also like he was also uh, he played Walt Disney recently, fairly recently did he? Yeah, he was like a directed DVD movie called like Finding Walt or something. Oh, okay, because I know there's the one where um, Tom Hanks plays him. Yeah, not, not this is I mean to be fair, it looks like it, he looks like young. Walt Disney with like the mustache and everything. It looks like 1920s era Walt Disney. So, um, what the fuck was I talking about? Uh, the Sinatra Jr. movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, these guys, Sinatra Jr. is performing in Tahoe, and these fucking guys kidnap him with a gun and like put him in the trunk of their car and like drive through and then lock him in a fucking house and bring him food. And these guys just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. And Sinatra senior was on like the phone, like had the FBI was like in touch with the president being like, I need to find my fucking kid. What can we do something? Um, and I mean, this is when Sinatra was really kind of, this is when Frank Sinatra was Frank Sinatra. Like the fact that someone had the balls to steal his kid was kind of, I mean, I say kid, like, I mean, he was 19. Like he you was, shook, he was still. With, you shook Sinatra's hand. You knew better, Willie. That's right. You know, yeah. to quote Ocean's 13, like I oh, love those movies. Anyway, go ahead. It's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. So, I mean, so they, the kidnappers, like the, the, uh, the ransom was, I want to say $240,000, like something, something so low. Like you're like, and Sinatra was like, because he said, what do you want? You want a million? And, and like the guy's like, no, a million is not going to cut it. We want $240,000. And Sinatra was like, what? Okay, that, that's like that's like that sequence between Brody and Jay in Strikes Back, where they're talking about like how much money they're gonna get. And he's like, "All right, what do you want? You want half? Okay, that's not good enough. I'll give you two thirds." 
He's like, no, like, motherfucker, you. you said half. Yeah. Fuck you. You said half. You can't take that back. Um, sort of, sort of similar to that, except they, they had had a whole script. So right. they were following the script of what to tell us to Sinatra. If he said one thing, like, no, we're going to, we want this. Because yeah. the guy didn't know, like, should I ask for a million? Like, so, um, ulti- I mean, obviously the kid got free. Like, he fucking, you know, yeah. What, what, so I think one of the kidnappers sort of let him go, but not really. Kind of was like, this is, this is just wrong. There was one guy who was like, I'm not in this. This yeah. is wrong. This is the wrong thing to do. But, um, so ever since then, Sinatra always carried a roll of quarters in his pocket because at one point he had to go to a payphone to meet them and he ran out of quarters and he felt like, Oh my God, I just lost my son because I ran out of quarters. What if I missed the call? Yada, yada, yada. So he was buried with like a bunch of shit. Like they gave him a pack of cigarettes, a lighter, uh, you know, some Jolly Ranchers and shit like that. Like he was into candy and everything. And they gave him like, they buried him with a roll of quarters. Yeah. Yeah. So they made a whole movie, Stealing Sinatra. It's, it's weird. It's awful in a very kind of good way, especially David Arquette. And then the fucked up thing is that the real, in real life, after they found the kid and, ki- and arrested the kidnappers, they turned the whole thing around saying that it was Frank, it was Frank Sinatra Jr.'s idea for him to get some uh, fame and infamy. Oh, kind of like the Jesse Smollett thing that's going on now. Yeah, the Jesse Smollett yeah. kind of thing. And, and I mean... Sinatra had this quote. I'm, I know I, I f- I'm going to fuck it up. But he basically said, this family needs publicity like we need appendicitis or something akin to that. He's like, we need you publicity like you need mind? a dick in the ass. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he didn't. I mean, he was he told he called the uh, the the media fucking uh, two dollar hookers once. But he, he would never say, oh, yeah, we need this like a dick in the ass. Well, Sinatra's yeah. a little bit more classy than that. Well, sure. Um. Going back to Thomas E. Nicholas real quick, his the movie was called uh, Walt Before Mickey. Okay, uh, I think I combined it like Finding Forrester and Finding Finding Walt. I think there Walt is a Walt Mickey. Disney movie that's well, there's Saving Mr. Banks. I think is right, or and that's that's a Walt esque. It's more about Mary Poppins, but it's right. Walt esque. Yeah, you know who would be good at? Uh, I think visually would look like young Walt Disney. Who's that? I would see like uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. If he if that. he wasn't muscular, if he was just thin, yeah, he looks enough like Walt Disney. Where I'm like, yeah, oh, I can see that. Um, I was looking at but, something about the Avengers the other day, um, to get our requisite Marvel reference in real quick. Um, <laughs> did you know that Liam Hensworth was actually up for the role of Thor first, and Chris mm-hmm. beat him out for it. I did hear that. I, I heard that, I, I want to say, right after the first Thor came out. Because okay. I looked up trivia about Thor after Thor right. came out. Right. Um, and yeah, I remember it was kind of this weird thing where brother against brother for a brief period. Yeah. So, and I then, mean, and also Tom Hiddleston had auditioned. There's footage of Hiddleston uh, auditioning as Loki, as, uh, as Thor. I. I mean, I with like long hard. blonde hair, like they put a wig on him and everything. Maybe it's hard to visualize because he's we've only ever seen, we've seen him as Loki, but like I, I don't think so. I think he's oh for sure not. Yeah, he but but as Loki, yeah, like, and I I want him as Bond. Like, there's talk that there was talk for a while that he would get Bond after Daniel Craig, and I would be all for that. But I think he, 
I hate to say it, I think he, him dating Taylor Swift, cost him that. Is that is that what cost him that, or I think is so. it the fact that he's a better villain? I know. I think I think it was well, maybe that too. But I think more. more are they so. are they still dating? No, they broke up a while ago. Well, then so what? Oh, but, is that the curse? Like, if someone dates Taylor Swift, they lose their career. Is that what happened to fucking no, Jacob from Twilight? N- n- well, yeah, no, but he was all over social media and stuff. Like, he was wearing a "I Love Taylor" um, T-shirt at one point and stuff. Like, it, 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 it became it came, like it uh, came off negatively. Yeah, backlash. Yeah, a lot of it. So I think that hurt him. Um, yeah, whatever. Which is a shame because, like, I know it's going to sound dumb, and it's only like a two-minute sequence but like in the first avengers when he's coming down the stairs in this suit trying to get the eyeball that's james bond to me like that the way he was just carrying himself that felt bond very bond to me like i was on board i could could see it i mean i still would like to hear other options first well i forget they're now saying chris hemsworth is the, the the front runner to take it on i mean there is a current movie of Chris Hemsworth in a suit with a gun. It's an alien type of gun, but I hear that's bombing right now. Is it bombing? Because I'm actually curious to see it. Like, I actually think it looks not bad. And I'm a big fan. I think it's supposed to look fine, but I've heard it's got like a 60% or something on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Not that I really rely on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, there's been movies that they've shredded that I thought was pretty good. But I don't know, man. I'm going into this movie and I'm just like, forget... Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think in general? Like, of, what do I of, think of the just of, the trailer that I've seen? Yeah. Um, I I like Tessa Thompson and I love Chris Hemsworth. I would be more interested. Um, I don't know. It's hard to look at them without thinking of Ragnarok. You know what I mean? Um, I get it. I do get it. I I just don't. I think Chris Hemsworth is an interesting choice, and I think Tessa Thompson are, is an interesting choice. But I don't want to see any more of them together unless they're Thor and Valkyrie. Like I want, I I just feel like it was just, oh, you guys had chemistry in a funny, goofy fantasy movie. Let's do it again. And I'd rather see Liam Neeson. I'd rather see Liam Neeson and young Tessa Thompson. You know, old right. Irish curmudgeon, young American black woman. Kind of like a a twist on the original one. Sort of, you know, yeah. you could still keep the same premise. They're in London or wherever the fuck they are. They're in Europe. I think it's yeah, I think it's Europe. I don't think it's just London. But yeah. or or even better, I I would love to see Emma Thompson, who is in. She was from the third one, and she's in this one. She's sort of the new head of MIB, right. and have her her be the Tommy Lee Jones character, and have Chris Hemsworth. So you have an older woman and a young man. I I think it's just. I don't know. Maybe it's just I, I, this. This looks like the millennial version of Men in Black, and I know the ironies. I am a millennial, but that doesn't necessarily mean I like millennial fucking movies. And that's that was my problem with Aladdin. Well, I've I've been a big fan of all the the uh, Men in Black movies. Like I've liked them all. I have. Right. There's not one of them I didn't like. Because um, I know there was some people who didn't like Josh Brolin kind of replacing Tommy Lee Jones in the third one. Um, I didn't have a problem. I, with it, but I, I thought that was the best part of the whole fucking movie. Personally, I fell asleep during MIV three, <laughs> but I thought Josh Brolin was phenomenal as a young Tommy Lee Jones. Um, so real quick, 
Men in Black, 24%. So it must have gone up since the last time you looked. Um, oh, okay. But it is it is in the red. It only made 85. Is it better scored than Dark Phoenix? Because that's at yeah. the bottom. Um, Not by much. Hold on. I had it right here. Hold on. Dark Phoenix. No. Yes, by 1%. Dark Phoenix is 23%. Wow. Wow, dude. And the revenue... You know- on it went down 73% from last week. You know, I've got to say, I think there's there's a probability that we could probably blame one person. Really? Yeah. Maddie okay. Granger for not being on that movie and fixing it in the first oh, fucking fuck place. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. There's you know, in all seriousness, I think it's Simon, uh, Simon Kinberg, I want to say his name is. The director? Yeah. I think it is Kinberg, you, yeah. But he did he some of the wrote, other ones, too, if I recall. Yeah. The ones that are not good. Well, wait, no, because I like. Didn't he do Days of Future Past? Nope. No. Okay. He may have. He may have co-wrote it. That's Singer. Singer oh, came that's back. Singer. Okay. Yeah. But but then Kinberg, I think, did Apocalypse, which was not which was okay. I liked it. It just wasn't. Uh, yeah. It just wasn't. It wasn't Days of Future Past. Sure. It wasn't even First Class. Right. And he also wrote the the. The Dark Phoenix storyline in the last, uh, the last—I almost called it the Last Jedi, but the Last, last Stand, Stand, the third mm. one. That's why it looks so familiar. Then, yeah, because, because he's just similar. like, "Oh, we didn't get it right this first time. We're going to get it right the second time." And everyone's like, "No, no you, you fucked it up again." Yeah, Maddie, you should have fucking called up Brian and be like, "Look, let me write the fucking thing." Yeah. I mean, he he recently put out some love to his old ex family on um, yeah Twitter. Did you see that? I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I that is always the coolest thing of just being like, what is Maddie gonna share? That's gonna be like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's it's usually pretty impressive. It, you, mm-hmm. I can't tell how many times I've looked down and seen like a, a an alert from Maddie Granger, and I'm like, oh, not in a bad way, but just like. Okay. He's either he's either trolling Donald Trump or he's sharing some awesome pictures. Yeah. Or some awesome well, weird fact that you wouldn't know unless right. you're a Matty Granger. <laughs> so I think that's probably a good place to to say goodbye, I think. Yeah, unless there's more yeah, to the story. There's more I'm to just, the story. I'm not trying to kill No, no, no. I mean there's more to this there's tons more to the story that I will not go well, into. I meant things you <laughs> to say um right. so i will thank everybody for listening it's been a interesting episode and um <laughs> we know but we appreciate it and it's always as always and thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you on the next one cj here with a few thank yous and i'll let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us if you want to agree with or yell at us follow rico me and the show on twitter the show is at Podeskew. Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. Listen to Podeskew on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you find podcasts. Please don't forget to rate and comment. We want to thank our logo designer and show friend, Mike, for his work on our wonderful logo. You can contact him for artwork via email at mpxl.s, the number two, art, at gmail.com. Again, that's mpxl.s, to art at gmail.com. Thank you to Dubbed in English for our opening theme music, 96 Reasons. 
Thank you to Samuel Lemons for our closing music theme askew. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons, all one word, and his music on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com slash Samuel-Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squat. You're going to end up eating a steady diet of government cheese and living in a van down by the river. Damn it. series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi. All new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50. Washington CW.